Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi everybody, this is Steven from Box Creep Films. And make sure to watch Sick on Cinema because it is the best podcast around. Sick on Cinema. I want to have your warning. The following episode of Sick on Cinema is intended for adult audiences only. Anyone under the age of 18 is prohibited from entering this audio scape, I guess. Not theater, so I had to go with that. Uh, Podcasters John? I'm your half Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting opening to this week's episode. Um, Well, the reason I'm doing it is because we're talking about porn. Yeah, we are. We're doing Ruffy's 4, a.k.a. Phil Prince. (laughs) Yes. uh, That wasn't on purpose. No, it really wasn't, actually. So it's like, oh, here's four roughies. Not four. Here's, oh, God. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here's three roughies, and we'll, we'll do them in a single episode. Yeah. And it was like, oh, wait, they're all by Phil Prince. Yeah, we might as well just call this Phil Prince. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be on the updated version of the poster. We're back at it. I crack at it. Smoking black magic. <laughs> Talking about the pornography. Again. Again. We're back at it. We seem to always come back to porn. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's the. Uh, one of the topics we're synonymous with. <laughs> yeah. For fortunately or un- unfortunately, it depends on who you ask, I guess. Right. But this also, I feel like, in the grand scheme of things, the way it's going so far, this is going to be a tired episode. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but we'll get through it. Yeah. I think, I think once we get talking about the movies, things will pick up because I got a lot to say about these movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, two in particular. <laughs> yeah, two in particular. Um,. Yeah, we were supposed to record this Thursday. Yeah, and shit just went crazy. Yeah. We ain't got to get into it right now. As soon as John hit share on we're recording this Thursday... Everything went to hell in a handbasket. Smacked in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> hell happened. We're well, only yeah. a day late, though. Yeah, we're only a day late. Which we're not late at all, because I mean, if you didn't even say that, nobody would even know. Sure, but I just want to let people know. Yeah. Because why not? Why not tell them how, 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 how shitty we are? That's right. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
You ready for some listener questions? Of course. As always. Questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can wait to the week of the episode. Also, follow us on Instagram. If you are listening to this and you don't follow us on Instagram, that's mm-hmm. the place to follow us at. We'll post a lovely little image on Instagram of Skeletons Dancing. It says, we're taking questions you can ask in the comment section below. Yes. We don't really say that a lot. No. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Give um, us five stars on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify. If that's a thing you can do. You can do that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out already. <laughs> so, let's get going. Let's First go. up is Hell the Rubber Chicken himself. Oh, shit. Steven Grischuk. And I'm just going to go ahead and say right off the bat here. Um, go pick up Steven's movies. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't yet. I mean, what do we got to do? What more do we got to do? Do I got to suck your dick? Whoa, do I give you a hand job? Oh, hang, hang on a second. Got to smack your child? What do I got to do? <laughs> I got to smack your child. I uppercut your mother? I mean... <laughs> uppercut your mother? I gotta, <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't do this again. Not already. <laughs> Not already. We got to wait a little bit. <laughs> the difference of people in some of these movies we've, we've talked about have that Man, accent. I also did some research on Phil Prince. Oh, no. Which we'll get into that when we get to them. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me say that voice is appropriate for Phil Prince. Oh, boy. <laughs> He had some ties. Let's just put it that. Oh, way. did he? Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that later. Though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go purchase Stephen's fucking movies. Vapor Green, Color Space, Blood Red. They're fucking awesome, and he's yes. working on something right now, and uh, I can't wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. And also, Stephen's one of the best people in the community. He's a sweet mm-hmm. man, who I do not want him to set himself on fire. God damn, Stephen. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't do it. Stephen says, "How's it going, Butter Boys?" <laughs> That'd be our tag team name. <laughs> the Butter Boys. Which come out Matt yelling. Butter. Matt Butter and John Butter. The Butter Boys. We just get jobbed out by the Dudley Boys on ECW. <laughs> yeah. And then here comes New Jack and Mustafa. Yeah, that's, that's, what, the, that's what would actually happen. We'd yeah. come out, we'd be like, yeah, the Butter Boys. We'd be getting booed and the crowd's yeah. going, gangsters, gangsters, beauty, wee. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. They just beat the shit out of us. John, whatever you do, do not no sell anything. <laughs> Oversell everything. Or I don't know if you should do that, New Jack. Just just let him hit you. Just just die. Just die. Just die. <laughs> Whatever he says, do it. <laughs> Hope all is well and that you've been excited about life. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> if you were at the bar and had one a one-off run-in with a horror villain, who would it be? You catch them on the weekend, so they're not going to come after you at, <laughs> at the counter. Just want to know whose brain you wouldn't want to pick. Thanks for everything, guys. Love, Steven. Thank you, Steven. So a horror villain. Yeah, horror villain. Who do you want to, uh, at a bar, pick the brains of? Yeah, talk to them and have a drink with them. What Terry Hawkins from <laughs> Last House on Dead <laughs> Street? What brains are you going to be picking? The brains of a fucking crackhead. <laughs> That's a big truth. <laughs> um, that movie's insane. We got to do that one day. Yeah, we're going to do Roger Watkins. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like we've said that like twice now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we got to do a bunch of porn and then last episode dead in the street. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I don't, my brain immediately went to um, Hannibal Lecter, but... He's too pretentious. He is pretentious. He'd be like, can I have a Chianti? I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Here's, get out of here. Here's a fucking beer. Here's a, here's a beer drinker, you bitch. <laughs> be normal, you piece of shit. You don't want to go to a bar with Leatherface. See, I was going to say me and Leatherface probably could slam a few down. He's like, We're both going to be I mean, you don't say words. It's true. <laughs> it's just going to be him fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> making noises while you try to drink. Yeah, we're just going to be pounding them down and be like, you're lucky he doesn't beat you to death with a hammer. <laughs> now nah, he said it's on the weekend, so we're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What, what about Jason? Is, it, is Jason included in this? Yeah, anybody. But Jason is active on the weekends. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a horrible, that was a terrible bad joke. joke. Yeah, that was. It, I didn't even register it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good about that right now. <laughs> um, I. I <sighs> I don't want to pick Freddy's brain. He's a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> That's for big truth. Uh, I don't know. Michael Myers? Sure. Sure. I sure. guess. I don't know. I'm stick with Terry Hawkins. <laughs> Terry Hawkins. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I did go Hannibal Lecter, but... What about Krug? Krug? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> he is a piece of shit, but... He is a piece of shit. He's an entertaining piece of shit. That's, uh, yeah, that's for big truth. He'll sing you some songs. <laughs> sing you some songs. He'll probably have acoustic guitar with him, fucking <clears throat> play some ditties. Um, I mean... It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. The leprechaun. The leprechaun. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, hey, dear. <laughs> hey, ho, where'd be gold? I ain't got your gold, you little bastard. Just have a beer. Just drink a beer already, you fuck. <laughs> there once was a man from the grass whose balls were made of fine brass. God damn it. In stormy weather, they clanked together and sparks flew out his ass. <laughs> I mean, he's probably the one to drink with. Yeah, I mean. You know what? That's my answer. The leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, I'm going leprechaun. He's going to come out of the hood straight into the bar. <laughs> or space. <laughs> Or Las Vegas. Or Las Vegas. He, he <laughs> He's everywhere. been everywhere. He really right? has. <laughs> Bro. But uh, thank you, Stephen, as always, yes. for the question. Thank you very much. Go buy Box Creek Films. Yes. If you don't, I'll smack your mother. No, 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 no. Not already. Not already. Ooh, okay. Okay. If you don't buy Box Creek Films, I'm going to set your house on fire. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> just, just arson. <laughs> Off the bat. Next went, up <laughs> is Artie from Night of the Bloody Tapes. Hell yeah. Which is a fantastic zine. Go follow him on Instagram. Get a copy of that zine. Yeah, get a copy of his zine. He actually puts his out. Yeah, it's for Big Sure. <laughs> um, hey, guys. I'm just going to dive right into the questions. Okay. You mentioned the seventh the seventh curse a few episodes ago. Mm. You both sounded so excited when you talked about it. Do you think you will ever review it? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to do, what is his name? Uh, Ed Lem Choi. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't think we've ever reviewed uh, Story of Ricky. Mm-mm. So we could easily do Story of Ricky. Seventh Curse. And probably either The Cat or this one movie I came across. Or Erotic Ghost Stories. Oh, did he do that too? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a baller, dude. <laughs> well, he, dude, Homeboy did everything. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. He always had... The same style. Like, if you love Ricky O, you'll love anything. almost everything he's done is like Ricky now, O. Now, I've heard there he has one. I can't remember the name. I think Dave Jackson reviewed it on Letterboxd where he was like, it's like the most boring movie he ever Oh, did. yeah. But pretty much everything I've seen by him, which is Seventh's Curse, Rod Ghost Story, uh, Story of Ricky, and I've seen like shots of like the cat and things yeah. like that, are all just batshit insane. I need to work on finding the cat and the one. It's like screaming something or something like mm. that. <laughs> I saw a clip someone posted on Instagram of it. It looks looks fucking crazy. <laughs> like, Erotic Ghost Stories is like a sex comedy thing. Yeah. But, like, even it has that manic, crazy, over-the-top <laughs> style. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Cornette. Boo. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> no. And the way he talks about AEW, would think it's like a backyard wrestling level show with zero talent, and no one has any idea what wrestling is. I don't have cable, so I can't watch it anymore, but I liked it. Do you think Cornette is totally off base, or do you agree with him? Or do you even watch AEW? Now, I'll be honest, I don't really watch AEW. I don't watch a lot of, like, televised weekly wrestling. We are absolute Ooh. fucking nerds 
who watch Japanese. pretty much exclusively stuff on Wrestle Universe now. We pretty much just watch Japanese wrestling. Yeah, we've watched new and old. <laughs> yeah, new and old. We're filthy marks. We're, yeah, we've been watching DDT, Noah, TJPW, TJPW, New Japan when we can. Yeah, when we can. We don't have their network right now. We should now. probably should just get it. Yeah, I've got a lot of payments I got to pay though. I know a lot of. Dumbass subscription. I'd rather see Especially one that cost me 62 bucks a month. It barely but works. It barely fucking works. But when it comes to Cornette, like, the dude, like, he knows his audience, and he knows what his audience wants to hear. Yeah. Like, he know, Like he knows. You know what I mean? Like, they got, like, Chris Jericho working there, and Arn Anderson, mm-hmm. and Jake Roberts. He knows these dudes know what the hell they're talking about. Oh, yeah. So he's clearly, I mean, he's just doing it to get the fucking listens, because they know that's what they want. Yeah, he's just doing it to get attention. I mean, honestly, the less we pay attention to Cornette, the better. Yeah. Because, like... Unless he's talking about Vince Russo, then he's based. Well, if he's talking about old wrestling and Vince Russo, then you're good. Yeah. Because that, that shit's fun. If he's talking about the modern product in any way, whether it be Japan or, you know, AEW, Ring of Honor, whatever company, WWE... He's just going to shit on it because he knows, as you said, this is what his fan base wants. They want him to get angry and talk shit and be an asshole. Yeah. So that's what he does. Yeah. Not here for it. He's become a troll. Yeah. So at this point, it's better to just watch watch or listen. And it's it's shit, too, because like sometimes he does have good points when it comes to these things. Because like I keep up with uh, modern, you know, with weekly wrestling, of course, you know, through podcasts and stuff like that. And it's like sometimes things he talks about is, you know, he's not wrong. AEW's got a lot of problems right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, again, I don't keep up as much as John does, but. Um, John usually keeps me up to date with all that stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, Sabu showing up the other night, which is like, I mean, look, I love Sabu. Yeah. Even though when I met him, he was not in a good mood. No, he was a... <laughs> He didn't get paid. He did not get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for a different day. Yeah, yeah, that's a different day, yeah. Some say that that promoter got kicked in the balls by another wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Which is absolutely true from what I've heard. That's from what I heard, yeah. <laughs> not going to get into that. But, um... I don't know. AW's just got it's got problems that need that they need to work on. But when it comes to Cornette's opinion, he's just trying to feed into the feed into the smarky fucking shithead crowd. Not even smarky, like old. Yeah, the old head crowd. Yeah. Did you see the Emmanuel box set that Severn has for pre-order? I ordered one. Spooky about busted. Yeah. Do you have interest in the set? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> have you been? Have you? Uh, uh, Hey, do you have any interest in the set? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just gotta get more. Probably it's gonna have to be after Frank and gone. Yeah, um, I've I've been eyeballing it as well. Yeah, if I if I got it, it'd probably be during the sale. Have you been to your local library? I found so many good movies at my local library. It's pretty amazing. Do you have a library card, and how do you feel about your local library? Uh, we have two local libraries. One is a little further out, and then there's one that's closer by. The one closer by, there's not really any movies you can just rent anymore but it's also that library it's, it's not as it's not doing as well as you know it probably should be but the one that's a little further out um like i saw copies of like elephant there and all kinds of shit mm. like they had all kinds of stuff that i just wanted to buy but i know i, I couldn't because it's for rent it's rental only yeah which it's like I, you know i'm definitely all about supporting libraries oh absolutely i just don't got time to do nothing <laughs> Yeah, which is unfortunate. Well, it's like I've got this whole collection of books sitting over here, and it's like I know I could just sit down and read it, 
But at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of things I want to do, watch, and there's a lot of things I got to do. Yeah. And it's just, not not enough time in life. That's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it for the questions, but I want to thank you guys for turning me on to show me something wrong. Yes. I want to see all the movies they talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have Infernal Rapist, but most of the movies they discuss sound amazing, but hard to come by. It is true. Yeah. Especially Red Spell Spells Red. I guess one more question is, have you seen Red Spell Spells Red mm-hmm. or any of the movies they reviewed? Uh, yes. Yes. Red Spell is a, which we'll probably cover on the show one day. Yeah. Uh, like I'll do like a pre-Cat 3 Hong Kong horror episode. Yeah. Which I've been writing something. Yeah, that was that's supposed to be in something that will come out one day we'll see in the near not even <sighs> near future in the future it was just say the future at this point <laughs> fuck. future but yeah it's gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about Red Spell in that um, yes but yeah Red Spell's fucking crazy it's insane um, well, when it comes to a lot of the stuff they've talked about in the show a lot of it's not available regularly yeah so I have kind of made it my goal to search these out and watch them. Yeah, like I've been listening to the episode about the Bucks party. Yeah, and I really want to see that movie. I like I was going to go back and listen to that one because they're like, oh, make sure to watch it first. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it first. But apparently the link is down now. Yeah, which is like, oh fuck. Which I know if I I could we easily just go to our friend and your sister my aunt's house and go to the VPN and probably watch it. Probably yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. I'd, I'd like to have it physically, but it's like I, we watched Suburb Murder. Oh yeah, wild fucking movie. It's the tr- it, like Dave said it best himself. It's the trashiest Cat 3 movie probably ever. Yeah. Like, I can't say it's necessarily good. No. It's so entertaining. Though. It is very entertaining. But so in bad taste as well. Yeah. Uh, Red Account, uh, My Bloody Angel. Yep. I actually did a review of that for Severed Cinema. Go check that out if you'd like. Absolutely. Uh, Infernal Rapist. Infernal Rapist. It's great. It's insane. It is insane. You've watched Night Dreams. Yes, Night Dreams is fucking awesome. Uh, several. We've watched several of them. Yeah. You know, we've covered a few of them ourselves. Yeah. Duck, Petey Wheatstraw. Yep. Um... You know, we've interviewed Guy <laughs> from, which is the, the, this is just a just throwing this out into the atmosphere, Dave. If for some reason you listen to this show, Dave Jackson, we are huge fans. We are huge fans. We love Cassic Blues quite a bit, <laughs> a lot. Yes, it's <laughs> like it's legit one of my favorite movies of the mo- of the modern era. Yes, please come on the show. <laughs> please, yeah, please. <laughs> Uh, but it already ends with saying, keep the shows coming, and Sick on Cinema is better than Show Me Something Wrong. I know. Bold statement. Bold statement. <laughs> bold statement. We appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Go check out Night of the Bloody Tapes. Yes, absolutely. Go pick up uh, some Night of the Bloody Tapes zines. Mm-hmm. And his YouTube channel. Go watch his YouTube channel. He has like an old school uh, YouTube review format. It's very fucking good. Yes. Next up is McKinley. McKinley. The homie. The homie. Yes. Hey, Matt. My cousin. Yes. <laughs> hey, Matt and John, I have a question for y'all. What movie was your first jump into the dark part of cinema? Also, Hood Mills. God damn it. <laughs> okay. But you, unfortunately, showed me this fucking deviant. Okay. I never wanted to see, but thanks. Yes, I had to show you in because con- you were like, what the fuck was he talking about? You could have just told me. I didn't have to see it. No, you had to see it. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, you had to. Um... Uh, let's talk about Hood Mills real fast. Hood Mills is a TikTok page, Instagram, whatever, you know, just social media page. Let's say that. I'm not on the talks. 
you know, on the tick of the tick of talks. No, I don't like. Well, it. I didn't know this guy existed until McKinley showed me him recently, and he just p- puts everything in an air fryer and cooks it to death. And eats it, and it's fucking horrific. The man would put raw ass hamburger meat in a fucking air fryer, and it, it, it's horrible. It's gross. Like, I literally, he was cleaning out his fridge that literally had fucking decomp in it because shit just rotted in it, and I, I about fucking threw up. <laughs> it was horrible. The only reason why I didn't throw it when I was showing it to you because I was. I was also tired. Yeah. I just didn't give a shit. Um, yeah. But what's, what, what's the movie? Um, The movie. The movie. The movie that got you to the darker side of uh, film, if you will. <laughs> the still our catchphrase. <laughs> the still our own catchphrase. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of complicated, isn't it? Because A little bit. I would say the first, quote-unquote, extreme, disturbing, whatever you want to call it, movie I ever watched that kind of like... I was like, oh, I kind of like this style of yeah. filmmaking. It was probably Last House on the Left, actually. Yeah. You know, you know, Cannibal Holocaust was the jumping on point as far as like going further into yeah. it. Same thing with August Underground. But the last, the first I ever saw was probably Last House on the Left. Well, as soon as I got into my teenage years, like probably like 15, 16, um, as the cool uncle that John is here mm-hmm. is. He grabbed his DVD, maybe Blu-ray, I'm not sure, of uh, Cannibal Holocaust. And was like, it was probably the DVD. <laughs> probably. I was like, all right, you're a man now. It's time. Because we've watched, we've watched horror movies together since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, it's time for you to make that jump and see if this is something you're into. And I fucking loved Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. It's a great one to start with. Yeah. It, it's such a good fucking movie. <laughs> yes, it's an amazing fucking movie, and I was blown away by it, and also, like, horrifically disturbed by it. <laughs> well, yeah. And, like... Beow, beow. But I'll, I'll, I'll give an honorable mention, too, to August Underground, which we may have watched the same night. Mm. Like, Sociopaths. Did we watch it together the first time? Yeah. We did? I watched Morton by myself, though. Yeah, we, we rectified that recently and watched Morton together for some yeah. reason. I don't know why the fuck we did that. Uh, because the first time I watched it, you were either at work or hanging out with friends. Yeah, but I don't know why we would watch Morton together. Why we hadn't? Or why we would. Why we oh. did. I don't know why we watched it together. It was horrific. <laughs> it was brutal. It's it was brutal. It's almost worse than I remember. Yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> it's just, it's an hour of hell. It really is, yeah. Uh, sh- shout out to August Underground Mortem for almost getting me out of Extreme Cinema pretty early because I literally had to take a fucking shower yeah, first time rough. I watched it. <laughs> he's fucking rough. Oh, God. I have a Spooky have a hard time with it, though, because it is screaming the movie. Yeah, Spooky don't like screaming in movies, which I think is the biggest reason why he doesn't like it. Now, hang on. Spooky yeah. says he doesn't like screaming in movies. Is he like 964 Pinocchio? I don't know. I don't know if he's seen it. Oh, okay. Because that is screaming the movie. It really that is. That Rubber's Lover. Which shout out shows a shows a uh, Fukui Fukui. Uh, just get some shout outs in here. Oh God damn it! Here she is. Shout out. Shout out. Claire shout Bear. Shout out. I'll start reading Spooky's questions. You want to go grab her some treats? Yeah. They're in the bag on the bed. This cat has eaten so many fucking treats and so. M- <laughs> okay, you fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute heathen. You absolute monster. I can't even get a sentence out. You heathen bitch. <laughs> so Spooky says, something more wholesome this week. What Pixar film has made you cry? 
personally seeing Toy Story 3 as an adult who grew up with the franchise made me tear up so much. So much so I took out my old Legos the next day to thank them. I have a feeling he's taking the piss. I don't know. Maybe he's wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about this. <laughs> the next day to thank them for the great memories. Also, what lost film would you love to see be found? Love y'all and can't wait to see you IRL. Oh, thank you. Hey, if I, I, you'll have to clarify this, Spooky. Is this, this is a real question? Or are you taking a piss? <laughs> Because, you know, I, I thought, you know, for a second there, I thought he was being genuine. But then I got to the part where he said he thanked his Legos for the good memories. And now I'm like, I'll throw out my Legos. <laughs> God. Why did you bring up AGR on this podcast? Uh, because they're horrible. They are. What Pixar movie made you cry? Oh... Uh, like a couple have. Toy Story 3 is the big one for me. It legit is the big one for me, so that's why I feel like I'm being attacked by Spooky right now. <laughs> I was in a very bad headspace at the time. <laughs> I was not medicated. Yeah. And I decided one morning to watch Toy Story 3, and I bawled like a bitch the whole entire time. I cried during Onward mm. because it hit way too close to home. <laughs> You're like, who's still in my life story? It literally felt like, <laughs> like this is not... Who do I got to sue? <laughs> yeah, I remember I talked to you after I watched it. I was like, man, I got to sue somebody. <laughs> Someone's been listening. Someone's been listening to my life. Like, if you just, just watch it, and, like... It, it felt like my entire my entire fucking story, and I was like, "God damn it, <laughs> God me. damn it, this hurts." God damn it, God damn it. I mean, it's a little more, of course, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a movie. Yeah, yeah, But I was, man, it hurt me. But we'll see you soon, Spooky. We'll see you soon. I'm gonna fill up your butt. Wait, hang on a minute. <laughs> I cut the audio. <laughs> <laughs> to steal a line from the great Marlon Brando. Get the butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No God! What's the name of that movie? Uh, Tango and Paris. Last Tango in Paris. <laughs> Last Tango in Paris. Yeah, I think that's it. I may be wrong, but thank you, Spooky. Even thank you, Spooky. I feel like you're taking the piss. Yeah, I feel like you're taking the piss on us. <laughs> Next up is Mike Brushaber. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most zero to one hundred moment in a movie? <laughs> zero to one hundred moment in a movie. There's, dude. I mean, we talked about it recently. We suffered little children. <laughs> the thing about that is the zero is like for a, like an hour and change. <laughs> it's literally like the entire movie is zero to one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> the, ha- the first half of the movie is zero. First half. Well, the entire movie, until the last the first five minutes. eighty percent of the movie is nothing, and then the freaking ending happens, and it's incredible. Yeah, didn't you give it like a four or some shit on Letterbox? I, I love Suffer Little Children. <laughs> no, oh, she about to take a shit. Don't you do it? She's gonna take a shit. And <laughs> do not do it right now <laughs> while we're podcasting. We'll have to stop the fucking recording. <laughs> Okay, she's taking a piss. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the first one that came to my mind when I read this question was Evil Dead, the original. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even talking about necessarily the tree scene. No. That is a 0 to 100 moment, for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you know everything's you know it's a little creepy and shit like that. Yeah. And they're reading the book and everything. And it's all ooky spooky, but nothing supernatural happens. Then a tree rape happens. Mm-hmm. The moment I'm, I'm talking about that's my favorite is the one where they're in the cabin afterwards. And uh, oh. she's trying to predict what card is coming next and then Cheryl's like ace of spades two of hearts and it keeps going yeah. and, she turns and then from there the rest of the movie is just in fucking sign yeah dude 
Uh, like honestly, like it's kind of crazy that movie blew up like it did. Yeah, because that movie is intense. It is like it's relentless. Yeah, it's an assault on the senses. Um, one that came to my mind immediately is the very beginning of Night Beast. When there's just this fucking laser fight with like not be versus like the police, yeah, they're just firing at him. He's just like <laughs> sends him to the shadow realm. Done, dust. I tell you, one we watched just recently had a great zero to one hundred moment was uh, Sinestre. Oh yeah, which dude, is a great shot on video movie. Yeah, that movie's great. Where there's like, like you're you're not quite sure what's going on, hmm. and then all of a sudden there's this cr- like brutal fucking shootout scene. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> a movie that's 100 from the beginning to end on just like the weirdo aspect is eating Raul. That's for sure. <laughs> we watched that recently because uh, we just wanted to watch it. Plus, I had it. I was like, oh, let's watch this. It could be fun, and it's fucking crazy. Mm. Um, inside. Oh yeah, inside has a crazy example of that. Basically, like you know, like the movie's intense the whole time, but then like once you see she like goes to stab the stomach for the first time, mm. it's just on from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll give one more example here, and then we can move on. Unless you got more too. I think I'm out. <laughs> uh, I'm like this, the movie itself is not good, but it has a moment in it. That literally does go from zero to one hundred, and that is Jungle Blue. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I should spoil what it is because, like, it's a moment that is so fucking weird and just fucking biz- like a mind fuck of why it's in the movie. Okay, I'll just say what it is. Essentially, like, essentially, this lady blows a gorilla. Hell yeah. It's not it's not a real it's not a real gorilla. It's got a suit. But it comes out of nowhere. Tonight we're gonna fuck like gorilla. <laughs> Dogs. But, oh my god. When I saw that I was like, what the fuck? Oh, just to piss spooky off one more, the opening of House Thousand Corpses. Oh, also the piece of spooky off the opening of August Underground. Yeah. <laughs> Double down on you, spooky son of a bitch. But uh, I hope I hope you were taking the piss with your comment. If not, we just fucking <laughs> but, uh, went in on him. Thank you, uh, Mike Brushaber, as always, for the question. We yes. greatly appreciate it. Next up is Zombies Ate Keegan. Great username. Keegan! Keegan! Anyways. <laughs> What's some tricks you guys use to get your hands on hard-to-find film titles? Ideally, I'd like to just stream movies, but not everything is available that way. The artist deserves their due, so I'm avoiding torrents, but some movies I can't even find a physical copy for. Well, it's tricky. It is tricky. Um, Like, the way I'll put it in my my brain, if it's not available anywhere, Mm -hmm. if you can't stream it can't and, buy it and you can't buy it then you kind of have to sell the seeds a bit yep because it's just not it's not there it's not available yeah i don't like to bootleg indie films no even if they aren't available yeah you know i would rather just hold out hope of a physical release mm-hmm. um just because it feels wrong to you know <laughs> yeah steal from independent artists yeah e- exactly but um, like sometimes you got movies that are like foreign films mm-hmm. you know from whether they be from like asia or wherever yeah that you know i haven't got a release and if they do have a release there's no subtitles yeah so you have to find fan sub versions of them you know yeah. and then there's no other way to do it but then do 
download it. Yeah, <laughs> there's no other way. Yeah, since the way I do it. Uh, Zombies at Keegan <laughs> is I find a movie and I say, "Hey Matt, find me this movie." <laughs> <laughs> now I, I I do not mind helping someone find something. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, just spare me a little bit and don't flood my my, my DMs for <laughs> requests. Not 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 you in particular, just anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind helping people find shit, but. Um, I've been able to find some crazy shit though. Yeah, and a lot of times too, if you're more of a physical person, yeah, know, there's bootlegs, there's bootleg companies out oh, yeah. there. Um, pretty some decent ones. Yeah. Um, there's also, like I said, if you're not in a physical, you know, just be careful to not give your computer a virus. Yeah, make sure to have good antivirus. It's like I know, I know there was the website. I don't even know if it exists anymore. It was yeah, like fuckedupmovies.com. It still exists. Still or effed yeah. up, effed up. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's effed up. Yeah. But you gotta be careful of that side because it can give your computer cancer pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, good, good. if you're on iPhone, get ready to start fucking hitting X's. Yeah, you gonna get your your phone's gonna get the A's. Gonna get A's. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. You know, and, and if you want a physical copy of something that's rare, you know, of course eBay. Yeah, fan um, groups. Yeah, fan groups. Stuff like the Unearth uh, Facebook page, the Broke yeah. House Facebook page, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know. Discord groups as well, Reddit, yeah. you know, and there's plenty of places, but you better be ready to, to pay. We're in a collector's yeah. market right now, so premium prices are the thing now. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was looking for the Angel Guts box set, and uh, the cheapest I can find it for was 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a bit expensive, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've, I've gotten out of my headspace where it's like, oh, I can spend like a fuck ton on a one thing. Once I got Vasta Noche for free. Yeah. Uh, Shout out Herschel. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Herschel and you. Yeah, oh, well. You got up to him for me for a gift. Yes. Uh, I was kind of like, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Good on grails. I mean, we have pretty much, when it comes to like the, like the sought out after grails, we kind of have all of them. The only one I don't really have is, oh boy, is the uncut uh, murder set pieces. I'm not feeling my jersey with that, right then. Yeah, that one's that one's a bit elusive, but you can find like boots of it. You can, yeah, for sure. Which again, like that one, I, I'm not even like necessarily okay with bootlegging. Yeah, because it's still kind of independent. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Even though Lionsgate owns it, whatever. Yeah, still an independent film. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. But uh, thank you, Zombies Eight Keegan, for the question. What the hell, ma'am? What? You can't. You can't want more treats. Can't be a thing. But the way she's rubbing on, he tells me she wants some more treats. Holy jeez! <laughs> Next up is Just Doe out there banging out some beats and playing live and doing cool shit. It's awesome. I see it on. I see you on Instagram. <laughs> I see you doing big things. What up, boys? I hope you're having a wonderful week. I have a few questions for you guys. What's a movie you want to rewatch at the moment? Ooh, interesting question. I have one I've been thinking about a lot recently, and I don't even know why. Crow Zero. Yeah, uh, Crow Zero is definitely one I want to rewatch. I just recently I've been getting this itch to go back through Takashi Miike's mm. uh, filmography. Yeah. I recently got in the Graveyard of Honor. Um, Graveyard uh, of Oh, sorry, keep going. The Graveyard of Honor box set, which has the original and Miike's remake, and mm. I want to rewatch that one because it's a bleak, nasty little Yakuza movie that's yeah. well worth your time. So yeah, I don't know. I've been I've been on a bit of a one to go back through uh, Takashi Miike's list. I'll tell you what I've been wanting to uh, rewatch, and that is Deadbeat at Dawn. Oh fuck yeah! Because old crazy Van Beber himself, dude. He is alone, but. 
I've heard like it's crazy. It, it almost feels like it's subliminal to rewatch it because like. Like people I, I talk to on a regular basis are like, "Oh, debit at dawn, debit at dawn, debit at dawn." I'm like, "Why is this like coming back into my world all of a sudden?" We can watch debit at dawn anytime. I love that fucking movie so much. <laughs> well, what we do for everyone listening is we have a stack of movies that we go through. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm adding to the next stack. Debbie Don. Debbie Don's probably my first pick. I hate people, man. I don't give a oh, shit. shit. Man, that movie and the Manson family are so good. They look like snakes. <laughs> Come out, <Like> snakes. snakes. <laughs> Come out. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. I love that fucking movie. That's one of my all-time favorites. Also, um, I've been wanting to watch rewatch Hard Boiled again. Oh, fuck yeah. That movie fucks. <laughs> that movie does fuck a lot. What? There's a lot of them. But. What's a movie you've seen more than five times? I mean, there's several of them. The first one pops in my head is because we were already talking about it was Van Baber was the Manson family because I literally watched it every day for like yeah. A, and one t- a couple times I watched it twice a day. John was one. I got obsessed with that movie. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was. I watched it and watched it and watched it. John was one hit of acid from killing a senator or Dude, something. <laughs> it was bad. I don't know what was going on, but I love that fucking movie too. But yeah, I watched it like every single day. Uh, old boy, I've real. I've watched more than five times definitely I mean there's a lot of movies I watch five times because used to like back in the day when I had more time a lot of times I would watch something and be like oh this is really fucking cool I need to show people so I'd be like hey watch this movie hey watch this movie mm. hey watch this movie you yeah know? I don't have the time to really do that anymore but like you know shit like Pieces of Talent was a movie I did that too I mean this is what this podcast is all about now to be yeah, honest yeah for me to be able to like watch stuff <laughs> yeah it's also a way for us to be like hey watch this yeah <laughs> but like Pieces of Talent was one um the barn, the barn, yeah, was one of the last ones that I was like, oh, you need to see this movie, yeah. you know. Um, I'm trying to think of some others, like I just used to like Splatter Farm was one I liked. To show yeah, people. I know one we definitely have watched more than five times. What the fuck are you doing, cat? <laughs> this is crackhead. Oh my fucking god, she's just killing the podcast. <laughs> just keep going. Uh, uh, the nostril pick. Oh yeah, we've sure. watched it yeah, every. Yeah. Oct- we watched it every October for the last like five years at least. Yeah, like it was. It was very common to like for me to like watch a movie that I got in or something like that and yeah. immediately be like, hey. So and so, watch, watch this, this. <laughs> and watch it again immediately. Like Killing America, I did that too. Mm. Camp of Holocaust, Pink Flamingos, man. I used to show everybody Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos are so fucking good, you though. Know, like, <laughs> um, and of course, the classics, man. Like Return of the Dead, I've, I couldn't even tell you how many times I've seen that movie. Oh, yeah. I've Texas seen, Chainsaw. Oh, Texas Chainsaw, I've definitely seen more than five times. Halloween, Halloween 3. Yeah. You know, Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> all like all those movies, like, I've, I've definitely seen more than probably five times. Um,. The one I went to immediately was Old Boy because I literally watched it twice in a day. Yeah, it's amazing. Because like it was for the prep we did with, um, help me, John. Oh, um, uh, bu- 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 who will survive? Who will survive? Podcast, which you can go listen to that. Yeah, as they, well. they interviewed Dave Jackson back in the Eze. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, like when Catsick Blues first came out. Yeah, like before Wild Eye picked it up. It's cr- it's crazy, mm. but um. We we did oh we were doing old boys part of the vengeance trilogy which we may end up doing again for our show we'll yeah, see we'll see God damn it Clarice <laughs> sorry but 
John, like I watched it and then John was watching it and I literally watched it with him. Yeah. Also, maybe a Joe D'Amato episode. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's in, that's on the uh, list of episodes we have made. Yes, which we need to start updating that. Yeah. Because like I think we've talked about it before, but we have like a master list, which is basically just ideas for episodes with some idea for mo- with some movies included. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's just a general like, oh, what if we did this kind of thing, right? Yeah. And then we have a calendar, which I think it's still a baby animals calendar. Yeah, I think it's in the box right there. But um, then we uh, schedule episodes, which does change. Yes, it it changed. Uh, well, recently. Recently, yeah, we uh, we switched up some episodes. Yep. And it probably will change again. It's not set in stone, but yeah, that's how we that's how we do it. That's how we schedule shit. Yep. Um. Yeah, Joe Diamato will be an episode and we might have a special guest. Yeah. And more likely we'll talk about Diamato throughout other episodes as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, he's Especially done a lot of shit. Yeah. Zombie the zombies uh series. Yeah. <laughs> but uh thank you just doe for the question as always as Matt fights the cat. Oh my god, she's killing me. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out from under the TV. She's found her new hole. You can't be there. <laughs> Too many wires. God damn it. Next up is Peppachock. Peppachock. Go watch Dent 5. Yes, Dent 5. It's better than Citizen's Kane. <laughs> It'll change your life forever. Yes. It'll make you go. It'll make you go. As soon as, that, as soon as the credits rolled on Dent 5, yeah. I was sitting there I was like, we'll fucking do it. I'm going to blow. Boss. <laughs> Hi. Bus. I watched Dirty Harry a month or two ago. Ooh. And felt it was just uh, made above average by its soundtrack and, of course, Clint Eastwood's performance. Mm. Was just wondering, how able slash often do you take the time the film came out into your enjoyment and rating of the film? Because outside of being impressed with some films for, for being ahead of their time, I usually don't do that myself. How often do you take into consideration when the film was made? I actually do that kind of pretty often. Do you? Like, I, I did that... Well, today. Do you? Do you? <laughs> with Scorpio Rising as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, wow, this is in frame the 60s? What yeah, the that's fuck? a little different, though, because it's like, you know, that, that's that been like, oh, this is so ahead of its time. Yeah. But, like, do you ever... Um, when, when I'm just watching a movie, if I have that in mind. Yeah. Um, usually, if it's made in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. It's like, I love Red Sun Tower, but that movie reeks of the early 2000s. <laughs> you know what oh I'm saying? My God. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like I, I do have to put myself in that kind of like headspace. Like, oh, well, yeah, that's when this movie was made. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I don't know. I actually don't think about it too much. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Only if it's like the only time I ever really truly think about whether or not a movie um, from when it was made and stuff like that yeah. is uh, when it feels dated. Yes, when it, when a movie does feel dated, like, oh my god, the perfect example of that is Reefer Fucking Madness. <laughs> yeah, Reefer Madness is dated as hell. That movie aged like the dead. Like they're like, <laughs> in particular, the early like, like you said, the late nineties or two thousands. Yeah. films, They just they feel a specific way. Yeah. So when I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, this movie is aged <laughs> like dirt. Yeah. The, you know? the Crow. The Crow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I know people love that movie, and I get it. See, I, I do kind of love it because mm. like it does it has a layer of kind of cheese on it but it's also it's also really fun i don't yeah. know yeah i agree with that that's kind of the way i see it 
Um, but uh, thank you, Peppa Chalk. Yes. Good question as always. Go watch Dent 5. Yeah, go, go, go watch Dent 5. You've and the seen, entire Dent series. You've never seen a man mutilate chocolate the way that man does. It's horrific. Just horrific. <laughs> also, I just want to say the, like, the childlike voice you did over it, which I saw you comment on Letterboxd about, by the way, Peppa. Yes. It haunted me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next up is Shock and Schlock. It's old Herschel Gillis. Herschel Gillis. That son of a bitch. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Five movies you absolutely refuse to cover on the podcast. <sighs> also, why is Spooky Celluloid lactating margin? <laughs> this is getting too meta, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spooky like takes margin because he thinks it's healthier than butter when it's not. <laughs> That's a true. <laughs> that needs too much poutine. Putin. Putin. He's eating Putin. He's eating Putin. <laughs> He's eating Putin's cup. <laughs> Five movies we refuse to do on the podcast. Alien Beasts. Yeah, that's one. Um, that's John. That's literally. It was just John's ET, like AV, like AVGN. It is now mine as well. Fuck that movie. Uh, props to you boys for covering it, by the way. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I'm out right say it. Fuck it. Charlotte's Net. Charlotte's Net. Not yeah. doing that one. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, bum fights. Bum fights. What else? A lot of mixtape stuff. Probably mixtapes in general. Yeah. I doubt we'll ever cover. What's well, like one, like, and it's not that I don't want to do it, mm. nor will we ever do it or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but the traces we had planned at one point to do the traces of death movies. Yeah. Then the more we talked about, it, I was like, well, how the fuck do we do this? Yeah, I don't even know how we would be able to do this. Like, all right, this is traces of death one. All right, people died. Traces of death that we could do it for April Fools. It's like, here's the most fucked up part. Here's the least fucked up part. All right. Yeah. Next. <laughs> we, we would essentially be doing the spooky rice formula <laughs> to try to yeah, cover yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking more like Chris Farr. I was like, you remember that time that you made the White <laughs> Album? That was, that was cool, wasn't it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not that I'm necessarily against doing the Traces of Death movies. It's just I don't know how we could do it and do it entertainingly. Yeah. And one thing, I'll like another couple of movies I'll throw in there, that's not just because, like, oh, they're, you know, they're ass or we're, they're just not talk aboutable or whatever, is, like, a lot of mainstream horror. Yeah. Like, we're talking, like, the franchises. Because, why would that, we? Yeah, we're. It's been done. Yeah, everyone like everyone's done it and done better. Yeah, it, like twenty-two shots. They literally go through every movie in the franchise. They did like a fucking twelve-hour episode on the Saw series. Yeah, right. Dude, yeah, go listen to that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like mixtape stuff. Charlotte's Net, uh, Alien Beast. <sighs> uh, I said the other day I wasn't doing Donald Farmer. I put the kibosh on Farmer. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Shout you want to say, homie. Oh, you're homie, huh? <laughs> Why don't you tell us what you gave uh, Debbie Does Demons, buddy? I gave it a two and a half. And how much you regretted buying that fucking Blu-ray. I kind of do regret it. Hang on. <laughs> I could have bought the slipcover of Irreversible. This motherfucker right here came to me and was like, Red Lips was mid as shit. And then was like, oh, no, nah, Red Lips is fucking great. <laughs> here we go with this again. I'm telling you it happened, motherfucker. 
I need to rewatch it because I, when I was re- when I watched, it, I was fucking hella distracted. Honestly, like, and these are like, I'm not saying I'm not gonna do Donald Farmer or David Wiscavit. Yeah, like yeah. That, because fuck them, I don't like them. Yeah, it's because I know I'm not gonna enjoy it. Yeah, and I really don't want to spend an hour just bitching about movies that people like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I hate Suburban Sasquatch. I hate it with a passion. I don't want to. I don't want to shit on it because I know there's people out there who generally do love it. Yeah, you know, that's just not gonna be fun. Uh, another thing we might not be doing ever is the unless we have a guest, unless we have a brave soul out there who'd want to tackle it with us. Another worst movies episode. That was one of the worst preps ever. Ever, yeah. And plus, your fucking eyeball exploded during that prep. It did. <laughs> it actually did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because you fucking GSKD. Mm. Not because I'm against doing it. It's just that like they're not subtitled. Yeah. The first one's really fucking long, and I'm like, well, how do we talk about them? That'd be it, another one I'd want a guest. Yeah. On to do if we ever did it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. I also feel like this point. Don't expect a Mario Andorra episode. Nope. I just don't see us wanting to cover that guy. No, after watching Blood of Humanity, I can give less of a fuck about yeah. him. Yeah. Sorry. Now, claim the snakes on the other hand. You know, we're all about that shit. <laughs> Killed thousands of snakes. We're cool with that. No. I was <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> it was okay. acceptable in the 70s. It was the 80s. Was it? It was the 80s, dog. I thought it was the 70s. It was like the early 80s. <laughs> It was acceptable in the 80s. Not, uh, not Someone really, in the comments here, I think it was Ryan once said a Traws. I think we will probably cover Traws at some point. Yeah. Just because I want Matt to cover a Traws. He just wants me to go on a full... Ra- he just wants me to be able to sit back, laugh as I fucking get angry. Yeah. Oh, God, that movie. Jesus. Thank you, Shock and Schlock. <laughs> why, why you calling me Shock and Schlock? His name's, Her- His name's Herschel. I don't know, bro. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> But speaking of Rye One, next up is the real Rye One. Rye One. <clears throat> we are living in what feels like a peak in interest of interest in the video collector's market. Very much so. Do you think it could possibly collapse at some point soon? Are a crowd of people that have only become collectors recently sustaining the growth of the physical industry? Will our collections hold their value forever, or is it reaching an apex now? Right now, it all seems optimistic, but it could change at any time, really. I used to collect vaporwave cassettes, and they were worth a ton, oh, but I shit. held on to all of them, and the value of many dropped out. Mm. I'm not in it to make money, just wondering what you feel about it. <clears throat> it is, as I know you two have been in the scene a lot longer than I. Film recommendation is Wizard's Curse. It's technically not a Cat 3. But might as well be. A black magic wizard makes a terrific vampire. A terrific? A ter- terrific? Yeah. Which combines the bodies of his two apprentices into a leather jacket, punk lizard eyed dude with long green transparent ghost dick <laughs> that's covered in spikes. And that's the first 10 minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the wizard's curse. Yeah, I'll, I want to see that. What the fuck? That should be the name of, the name of a band. <laughs> That's an album recommendation. Hell yeah. <laughs> I listened to that recently. It's good shit. It's good dude. shit, man. Anyways, uh, yeah. We were actually talking about this the other night where I was like, yeah. we are in the peak of the boutique label movement. Yes. And it's gotten to the point where, like, there's boutique bootleg labels. Yeah. Yeah, there is. It's a bit wild, isn't it? A little bit. It's. 
maybe maybe a bit much. Could be a bit much. But like you know, and when I bring up these companies, I'm this is not me shitting on them because I do yeah. like their products. But then I look at something like Radiance Films, right? Yeah. I really like what Radiance is putting out. They're doing something yeah. very different. You know, they're not doing the same kind of movies that everybody else is doing. Yeah. Um. But like when I look at their special editions, I'm like, well, what's really special about it? You know, it comes in a Criterion case and has a little slip of paper that actually I would rather just have the back of the DVD, the blue, back of the Blu-ray, say yeah. what it says on that little slip of paper. You know what I mean? I still like what they're doing. The thing is, like, I do like the way those look. Yeah. Like, I think the the little uh, piece of paper with all the stuff on it is very aesthetically pleasing. Mm. But it is like... What is that? How is this a special edition? And it's like, you know, like, a lot of these movies are getting, like, these box sets, but then, like, you look at the box set, and it's like, well, what is the box set? Yeah. It's some lobby cards. Yeah. It's the movie. There's no special features, and it's Mm. crammed in a, a box that doubles the price of it. Yeah. You know, like, when I first started collecting Vinegar Syndrome, again, this is not me shitting on Vinegar Syndrome, I just spent a shit ton of money on Vinegar Syndrome with the Black Friday sale. Yeah. Um, I love Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. But, like, when I first started collecting Vinegar Syndrome, the Black Friday movies meant something. Yeah. Like, you know, you were excited, right? Oh, absolutely. It's like, fuck, what are they going to drop? What are they going to drop? Now they just kind of tell you what they're dropping, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want people to get in on them slips. Yeah. And everything has a slip cover now. Where before it was like the special movies get slip covers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Jack Frost with the lenticular slip. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy, you know? And then also, oh, Liquid Sky with the with the, the Day Glow slip. Yeah. Whoa, what is that, you know? But now it's kind of And then just- here's this movie, Punk Vacation, without the slip because why does Punk Vacation need a slip? Now everything. It doesn't matter the quality of the movie, the amount of special features, if it's a special edition, if it's not a special edition, yeah, everything gets a slip cover. It's, and people get mad when shit don't have a slip cover. Also, um, and I know there's people in the collecting market who are like, I don't even like slip covers because it just gets in the way of me getting to the movie. Yeah. And it's like, too, it's like, Ultimately, we are starting to get away from like what's the actual point? what's the point? The point is the movies. If you're there's people out there who are probably collecting this just to put them on the on the uh, on the shelf and that's it. Yeah. And you know that's unfortunate because <laughs> then somebody <laughs> somebody who like actually wants that movie may not get the like I personally do like the big box sets and things yeah. like that because I like having a movie I like or want in the best possible version oh, absolutely. and the coolest looking version of it but at the same time it's about the movie yo. Mm-hmm. you know all the extra shit don't matter really at the end of the day I mean I feel like that's kind of what like c- Criterion kind of does mm-hmm. like they don't do all kinds of special packaging for everything no like most of them you get their case, w- cases which I do like yeah their cases are the best cases yeah, yeah shout out mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you just get the disc with maybe a booklet. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. And it's like, I, again, I love Vinegar Syndrome. I love what they've, you know, what they've done and what they have been doing. But sometimes the movies don't need a gigantic, massive 4K fucking $100 edition of. Like, did de- like the slipcover of Devil Story mm. turned it from like a $21 movie into like a $25 to $27 movie. Yeah. Did that need to be a thing? Absolutely fucking not. That movie's horrible. That movie is fucking horrible. It might be another way we might not do. I don't know. <laughs> Just that. And there's that. other examples of that too where it's like, it's a shit-ass movie. Yeah. Doesn't need a fucking slipcover. And now they're like, you know, I'm not above buying slipcovers for shit. If it's a movie I really like. Yeah. You know, I like, I do like slipcovers. I do. I'm not, I'd be lying to say I don't. 
I, I do remember you got hella buyer's regret when you got the hobgoblin and slipped during that one sale. Well, then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> that was the that was the, uh, the, the the breaking point for me. And like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I literally just bought cardboard. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like... Did, did I get Debbie uh, Debbie Does Demons because I wanted to watch the movie? Yes. Mm. Did I also get it because the slip was also fucking great, in my opinion? Yes. Yeah. It. Do I regret it a little bit? Absolutely. And collectors will always price themselves out of the fucking Dude. hobby. What, what, it never fails. We got curious and went on eBay and looked up some of this stuff. The Debbie Does Demons slip cover, people are trying to sell for 60 bucks. Yeah. That's not including like some of the stuff that John got during like earlier sales, like Mausoleum with the slip mm-hmm. or Jack Frost's slip. Yeah. Which people try to charge over 100 bucks for. And that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Especially since you can still get those movies. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're readily available. Yeah. They're not out of print. It's getting it's, it is getting to a point where it's just becoming infuriating. Yeah, like everything has a special edition. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a special edition. Exactly. It's a special edition of this. Special edition of that. It's like I got something in the day. I don't really want to say what it is, just because it's like it did come in early. Mm. I don't want to get away in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was no slip on it, and I was at first kind of like. Ugh. Then I thought about it, I was like, well, what the fuck, it's still just, I got the movie, that's all that yeah, matters. <laughs> which we need to watch that after this. Yeah, for sure. If we, if, if we got time. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. The bubble will burst. It's yeah. guaranteed to happen. It's going to happen. And the real collectors will stay, and we'll unfortunately lose a lot of companies, and a lot of titles will go out of print. Yeah. <laughs> happened before, it will happen again. You know what I mean? And somehow, shout, shout out to Unearthed. They've stuck through. They've maintained. Since, yeah, since day one. Since the guinea pig box set. <laughs> which was like, what? 2000 something early 2000s Jesus yeah thank you Ryle one for the question as yeah, always absolutely thank you, you always get us thinking about shit <laughs> yeah always <laughs> get us to ramble on more than we should <laughs> <laughs> next up is carl.kro7 see I've, I did read this comment and I'm so fucking jealous <laughs> but recently I went to my movie store and found the last house on dead end street barrel DVD for a buck mm, doing that too <laughs> because I wanted that mm. <laughs> gotta keep flexing that so yeah, I want to know, what were some of the best thrift used deals and deals in general for stuff in your collection? Not only in store, but also online. For example, I found the Phantom Sphere box set for $60 on Amazon wow. when it was already out of print. That's crazy. One of my best deals I ever got wasn't even a used one. It was a glitch that got honored. Okay. was the Tales from the Crypt oh, yeah. DVD box set, right? Like, this was brand new, just came out. It, co- it compiled all the old Tales from the Crypt DVDs into this one. It's big, too. It's a big box. Like, it's almost the size of the fucking uh, Friday 13th box set. Yeah, uh, for John's collection, it has it on its own individual shelf. Yeah. And this thing, at the time, I don't know what it is now, but at the time, it was like 60, 65, yeah. something like that. It was pretty expensive. And um, there was a glitch, and they were selling it for $20. And I jumped on it, expecting to get refunded. And sure enough, they fucking honored it and shipped it to me. And I got that thing for like 25 shit. That's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you and I have a similar story of this. Um, the Cemetery Man DVD. Oh, yeah. You got it for crazy cheap mm-hmm. and so did I. Yeah, when it was out of print and going for a penny. Like, it's still out of print. And, like, like I know there's the Shameless Blu-ray, yeah. which, which some people love, some people don't. Yeah. So I just went in and got the, the DVD, and it was at Grindhouse for, like, ten bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the CKY stuff. 
I was able to get for like 10 bucks. Mm. And those DVDs individually are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I th- I saw I think it was the third one go for like 50 on a, on Amazon. Of course we both got begotten. Yeah. Now the mark on the begotten kind of busted a little bit. It did a little bit. But we got it when it was expensive as fuck. Yeah. Like we got it when it was going for like a couple hundred bucks and we both got it for 20 bucks. Yeah. It's fucking it's also a great movie so. Yeah. yeah. It was wild though. Oh my god. I yeah. remember like being nervous like I think I just bought a bootleg for $20. Yeah. And I got it it was sealed with the fucking a sticker on top and everything and I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah it has the booklet in it yeah, too. Like, holy shit it's crazy um I mean I don't this doesn't really count but during a criterion sale I was able to get the do the do the right thing for like 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> that we big edition thanks to a little app called fetch which yeah. is you know mostly like us like soccer moms use but yeah but we, we're also cheapskates yeah, at heart. But <laughs> because I work at a retail store, I could save up receipts. Yeah. We were both able to get um, Pink Flamingos for like a couple bucks. No, you got it because of Fetch. I got it because of, I got a gift card for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got it because of Fetch. Yeah, 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 I was able to get... Uh, we both got it for like $3 or something yeah, $3. Like that. <laughs> it's crazy. Thrifting. I'm trying to think of what was other. Some really good thrift... Uh, um, I used to like go to like I used to find some pretty crazy shit at like flea markets pretty cheap. Yeah. Like that's where I got like hitchhike for the first time. <laughs> Not that it was rare or anything, but yeah. it was, like around here there was no place that you could like get that. Yeah. So I don't know why I found it at a flea market, but I did. <laughs> yeah. I um like I don't know how, what the even the price range would be on these because sorry, I'm looking at my cat. Um because I mean, they're, I feel like they're just bootleg tapes, but I have these full concerts on VHS tape sitting over there. It's like Sepultura, uh, Butthole Surfers, and um, uh, Dead Kennedys. Just full concerts on tape. I don't know. Like I got them at a local thrift store for like a, a couple bucks. Don't know what they're worth. If they're worth anything. I just saw them. I was like, "That those are weird anomalies I have in my collection." <laughs> I did get like um, all night long box set. Oh yeah, for really cheap back in the day when it was just starting to like get a print. Yep. And I got it used for really, really cheap. <laughs> really cheap. <laughs> uh, one more thing I'll, I, I'll add. I got for, I think it was a dollar. I got a theater use, uh, for a for theater use tape of Dracula, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty wild. I got a Not Train to Terror one sheet for 20 bucks. You did, yeah. Was, it wasn't a shop, though. No, it was eBay. I stopped yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. But uh, thank you, Carl, for the question, as always. Also, shout out to Carl for spending his whole life savings at the Vinegar Syndrome cell. Me and you, buddy. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and we're talking about yes, it. Sir. <laughs> That's him, my champion. Yeah. Me and him were talking about it. And he was like, if I if I get arrested for tax fraud, don't be shot. <laughs> Next up is Taken by Madness 90. What's up? What are your top five least favorite franchises? Oh boy. Also, if you could, which country or continent besides the US would you visit? Hmm. When it comes to franchises that, or a series of movies that you don't like, or you're just not a big fan of, uh, The Omen. Yeah, you're not a big fan of The Omen stuff. Not a big possession or like demon film guy. See, I love that shit. Yeah, so. some of it I like, but like, so like, Omen. Not a fan. Well, it's like I know we came up from this pretty much the same background, but I feel like part of me, it's my religious background. For sure, for sure, I understand. And I'm like, oh man, that shit's fascinating, but. Um, 
one I'll go with, and this is probably gonna be a bit of a hot take. Hot take. And I do own them, just to just to clarify. But uh, oh, I should have brought that up. I'll bring it up here. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. The series is kind of mid. Kind of mid, yeah. Yeah. What's worse though is actually Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And I know that that's real controversial. That's a hot hot take. Halloween fans are ravenous. Yeah. Uh, but Halloween One's a masterpiece. Yep. Halloween Two, I don't think is fun. I know you don't like it. I'm not a big fan though. No. Halloween Three's my favorite. Halloween Three's awesome. Because I'm a bitch. <laughs> Halloween Four, I love Halloween Four because of the atmosphere. Yeah. That and Michael Myers <laughs> headbutts a window and it's hilarious. It's so funny. Five is shit. Six, both versions are shit. Yeah. H2O is shit. Resurrection is shit. <laughs> I don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween. I don't like Rob Zombie's Halloween too, and I ain't seen none of the other ones. So it's like, oh god, <laughs> more than half the fucking franchise is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a that's a hot take for you. The, one of the most weird franchises is the Exorcist franchise because the first one is like a masterpiece. My Absolutely, opinion. Yeah. I know. I don't love it just because yeah. again, like I'm not a possession guy necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean. Second one's ass cheeks. Horrid. <laughs> The third one is amazing. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's, it's fucking brilliant. It's a masterpiece as well. And then you get like... The fourth one is... I don't, I don't even know what the fourth remember, one is. I remember it, but it has like two cuts. Oh, Lord. Like Dominion is one of them or something like that. And I remember a baby gets eaten behind us in it or something what like that. What the fuck? I remember it not being very good. I think it's Exorcist the Beginning. Beginning? Oh, ben- oh, the beginning. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah. Who texting? Who texting me? Oh God! <laughs> Who texting me at this? Air? And of course, children of the corn. Oh no, that's mine. That's mine right there, bro. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You only like the first one. No, <laughs> bro. And then the later ones are even worse. Yeah, it's like the. But who? The blue man. <laughs> the first one I think is good. No. The second one, not very good. The third one I do like actually. Oh my god! It's that's their in the hood version. Yeah, but it's actually pretty good. And then everything after that is just bad. <laughs> Shout out to Pumpkinhead too for being absolute dog shit too. <laughs> Hellraiser, man. Oh man, I actually do like some of the weird later ones though. Yeah. Like Hell's like was it like Hell's Seeker and Hell Inferno? Was because they weren't supposed to be those movies. Yeah, but they're kind of weird, creepy, noir films. You know, they give it the Coffin Joe treatment. They did give it the Coffin. Where Joe it's like, treatment. oh, here's a movie. Oh, throw Coffin Joe in. Yeah, it. throw him in. <laughs> Here's this movie about acid, Coffin Joe. Yeah. Here's Coffin Joe. Ah! Yeah. There you go. Thank you, Take It by Madness, yes. as always. Next up is Hal Monastone. Hal Monastone. Hal Monastone. I feel like he had like a second part to his question, but I can't see it on here. Can you look and make sure? Uh, yeah, hang on. Yeah, hang on. Oh, God. I'll read it. Hiya, how you doing? Doing all right, Hal. Open the pod bay doors. <laughs> On the SOV episode, what was that weird, catchy song you used for the short break part before you divided, uh, dived into the films? All right, so that's a funny story, actually. <laughs> so uh, we always take a break, you know, and I like to actually, like, take a break because I think it'd be weird. Like, we're going to take a quick break, and we just literally go right into the next segment. So I was like, I'm always like, let's put something there to break it up, right? So... Um, it's always usually a film trailer of some kind, and a lot of times I get Matt to send it to me because he's the man at downloading shit. But um, he sent me the trailer for Night Dreams, which is a weird nightmare porno, <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Um, but the trailer he sent me was unusable. Like, it was screechy and, like, ear-piercing and horrid. 
Yeah. And um, so I was like, what the fuck? I can't use this. Why did he send me this? Well, when I sent, okay, when I sent it, right, like, the when I was listening to it on my phone, it sounded fine. Mm. When you put it on the computer, though, for some reason, it sounded like cheeks. It was horrible. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? So I was just looking on the computer for something to use, and I came across <laughs> you had downloaded this weird cartoon from back in the day. Yeah. That I used to fucking watch a lot because I thought it was funny. <laughs> the Lima Bean Man. Yes. Which that's what it is. It's the Lima Bean Man. If you look, if you go on YouTube and look up Lima Bean Man, you will find it. And uh, I told Matt to use that. He's like, oh, good. You use Anxiety, the song. Yes. I was like, well, it was better than that screechy shit you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Night Dreams trailer is something it would probably would have drove some people crazy but so every day about noon tie me to, to a balloon and send me to the moon i have a wife there <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the llama bean man it's really good man. it is really good it is anxiety the the, the video though <laughs> uh would you rather be locked in a room with marquis de sod for a year oh for a year, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> every, every house had these little bit of dissolved. <laughs> Mary Donald Farmer. Oh. Or work in a zoo with Mari and Dora for a year. I'm even I'm marrying Donald Farmer. Yeah, I'm marrying Donald Farmer. Those bro. other two sound like hell on earth. <laughs> at, least they, at least Donald Farmer's a sweet human being. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Which extreme director should make a musical? <laughs> Brian Pollen. <laughs> That's always the go-to answer for like is Brian Paul and it'd be <laughs> incredible. Though. Yeah, dude, we we should make a shirt and send it to Brian Paul and like <laughs> insert Brian Paul. Insert Brian Paul. Who would make a good musical that's in the extreme? So like when I think about like extreme directors, like a lot of times my brain just goes to like independent filmmakers. Yeah, they aren't necessarily making extreme shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go Gaspar. I mean, he practically has. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know what would make a good musical, though? It's not necessarily, stuff's not necessarily extreme, though. It would be, a, would be Steven. Yeah. I want to see Steven and Lucky Serretti team up <laughs> to make a, like, Phantom of the Paradise-esque Dude, musical. <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. Have I'm a great sure time, and if you see the man with the grapes, tell him that if he gives me back my pants, I will paint his car green next Christmas. Now, did you look up and see if you had another part of the question? I did not see anything. He may comment on somebody else's question, because I thought it was weird, because no album recommendation from Al. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I didn't see a... Uh... Oh, I think he... Yeah, he commented on this one down here. Uh, so I'll give you an album recommendation, Al. Yeah. Hang on a second here. Hang on. Give me just a second. <laughs> Give John a second. He's pulling up his Spotify, and so am I. I just can't remember the name of the album is all it is. I know the band. You're supposed to talk while I'm doing this. Oh, shit. Uh, I recommend Land of Sleeper by Pigs, 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 Pigs. That, fantastic yeah. stoner metal that we just recently discovered that I think is fucking fantastic. Um, I'll throw in a recommendation from oh, what the fuck? Good God, I about knocked the recorder off. We're Jesus. good though. From the same label, uh, from a band called The Shits, called You're a Mess. The Shits. It's so fucking good. Yeah. So there you go. There's you some album recommendations. Al. Yeah. Next up is the old bull. The old boy. The old bull. 
<laughs> Did your parents have any weird double standards regarding what you could watch as a kid? I was basically allowed to watch films where dudes got shot, but not when they got stabbed or cut. What the fuck? So that means that I didn't watch a silly comedy like Brain Dead slash Dead Alive till I was 15, <laughs> but I saw Robocop when I was 10. That's awesome. Robocop is easily still today one of the most graphically violent and disturbing movies I have seen in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Robocop. Robocop 1. Fucks. Yeah. Uh, 2. Is horrendously brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in the best way possible. I, yeah, Robocop is so fucking good. It's interesting because, like, mom and dad really didn't, like, care too much about what I watched movie wise. Me either. Mainly because, uh, you know, you know, my brother in laws were watching them and my sisters were watching them. Yeah. So it was kind of like, well, you know, he knows it's not real. Yeah. So it'll be all right, kind of thing. However, there was a little bit of that. I was allowed to watch wrestling. In the late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. which if you know anything about that era, that is the Attitude Era, and it was Graphic. salacious, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. However, yeah. I was not allowed to watch stuff like Beavis and Butthead and South Park, <laughs> which is basically was the same. <laughs> that is bizarre. I remember there was a point in time where I was forced to stop watching uh, WWE as a kid because... Um, uh, it was in probably an even more salacious era. Oh, the ruthless aggression. The era. ruthless aggression era when they had the lie. What the fuck? Ruthless aggression. Ru- yeah, the ruthless aggression era when they had the live sex. Uh, uh, was it live sex thing? Yeah, celebration With- between Lita and Edge. Oh my god! Yeah, that was, that didn't go well. Yeah, I can imagine not. Yeah, mom walked right in as it was happening. She was like, "Turn this shit off!" <laughs> Freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Viscera at that time too. Oh, Viscera was just humping people, just butt fucking people yeah. in the middle. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and people do want to say that wrestling isn't at least the tiniest a bit gay. That's true. But <laughs> that's coming from fans. Yeah. Thank you, old bull, for the question. Yes, as always. Next up is Menophilian. I think Menophilian. Top three or five unearthed films releases. Oh, I should have made a list. Fuck. Yeah, that's hard. I should have too, but I didn't. Just off the top of my head, we'll go um, Untold Story, mm-hmm. Dr. Lamb, <laughs> uh, Rubber's Lover. I, I thought you were going to say Calamity Sakes if you complete like, the whole the Hong Kong. <laughs> Rubber's Lover, Evil Dead Trap 2. 2. Because Evil Dead Trap uh, 1 had a nice DVD from Synapse. Yeah. Before the Blu ray is great, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like, it was available. You know, Evil Dead Trap 2 was on DVD from Unearthed, but it was actually, like, kind of tricky to get. Mm-hmm. It didn't stay in print very long. So, Evil Dead Trap 2. Yeah. Yucky. And uh, for a third one, what the fuck? was a really good Unearthed film? Hmm. Just to throw something weird out there, Flex with Monty. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting <laughs> one. Uh, There's all their great ones, too, of course. Yeah. You know, that's just off the top of my head. Yeah, Untold Story. Dr. Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like those are obvious picks. I mean, you could go Serbian film as well. Yeah, Serbian film. I'll, I'll go with that one, too. Um, 100 Tears. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, that's four. I need one more. I farted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you farted on air, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just pushed it, just it You just pushed it out of you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and uh, God damn it! Um, so much. Just... <laughs> so much. 
Morris County. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few other ones I can think of too that are weird, like mechanics. Mm, Mercy. Yeah. Mercy. Mercy's a really cool one. Um, Red Room one and two, of course. Mm. You know the Dusky Amanashi stuff. Um, where the day go to die? Well, yeah, it's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a few. Yeah, there's a few yeah, for you. Unearth's awesome. I love Unearth. Yeah. Uh, New and old Unearth. Yeah. You know. I mean, I feel like there's not even much of a distinction, really, because they've they've held... Yeah. They just do a lot more, like, classic yeah. stuff now. You know, they even had the Unearth Classics line. Yes. Or before which, they did a lot more contemporary films. Yeah. Which they still do do contemporary films, as mm-hmm. we see with Sound of Summer coming yes. out. You know, so... Yeah, Unearth rules. We love Unearth. Yeah, Unearth is awesome. Next up is Space Ghost Andy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched after last season? And do you think oh Spooky's going to hate it more than Alien Beast? I have not watched after last season. You motherfucker. So I do not know anything about this movie. I so. watched, like, I watched, like, 40 minutes of this movie. If you can even call it a movie. 30. <laughs> Bro. I'm, I'm honestly kind of angry you brought this into my... <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> Knowledge. Sorry, go ahead. To, 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 bring this to my brain was the equivalent of injecting it with a lethal dose of poison. <laughs> a lethal dose of poison. It is horrifically bad. I don't I don't know if he's going to hate it worse than Alien Beast because I saw he's in a screenshot of me, uh, not of me, to me of his nose and it was like, fuck this movie, fuck this movie over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can't. <laughs> hate something worse than Alien Beast, probably. Yeah, but that that one's gonna be up there. It's horrifically bad, and for some reason, Herschel's watched it like four times. A lot of people really like that movie. I don't get it. I one, I couldn't hear shit. <laughs> it's it's unlistenable because there's it's literally so quiet you can't hear shit, and it's just two people in a room, and then just shit happens. I'm like, this is not. This, this is fucking hurting me. This, this movie, hurt me. This, it's not art. This, this movie hurt me. <laughs> that son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. <laughs> God. So last but certainly not least, but thank you, by the way, Space Ghost Andy, for yes, the questions. Yes, thank you. I have not seen it, so I can't really speak on it. Yeah. Uh, is Brady Hansen 7 with a question? Yes. Sort of. <laughs> oh, no. What up, fellers? I have an important question this week. Oh, Your sweet virgin assholes may hang in the balance. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you had to roof yourself in a room full of people, do you? would it be a room full of drag queens or Catholic priests? Drag queens. I mean, Brady, you know the answer. Yeah, I you know, know exactly that, yeah. why you answered this question. <laughs> you try to you try to catch us a 4K for some reason here. <laughs> you know Matt's emailing his politicians. <laughs> Well, everyone knows where I stand. Um, yeah. yeah, it's drag queens. It's drag queens, which I think is exactly why he asked the question. Yeah. He knows. He knows. He knows. So. He knows. But thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be it for the listener questions. Uh, we appreciate you all, as always. It's humbling to have so many great people ask us interesting shit. I have a question for the audience out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you all on when we and when this comes out. I want you all to send us like on on the when we on the post. It's like, oh, this is out now. The best drag names you've ever heard. Okay, I got one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the the one I th- I I can think of because we went to uh, freaking con last year, and there was a, uh, a a booth that was you know honors against hate. Yeah, honors against hate. Yes. And he was talking about his drag name was. 
or like one, someone he knew, maybe maybe him. I don't remember. I think it was him. His drag name was Two Lita Pepsi. Yeah, Two Lita Pepsi, which is fucking hilarious. And also there was B- uh, Belina Ch- uh, Belina China Shop. Mm-hmm. I know John. John's got one here. Titus Cut. Yeah, skateboarder. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's what's his Chandler name? Chandler Burton. Chandler Burton. Titus Cunt. That is an insane one. <laughs> yeah, Con- comment like uh, real ones, like real drag names you've you've heard of, and like just some of the craziest ones because like they're fucking <laughs> they're funny. They're shit. fucking amazing. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. Thank I'm you all. Sweating. I am too. Thank you all very much. Uh, yes. If you would like to join these lovely individuals, it's easy to do. It's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. All you gotta do is drop us a line at sickoncinemagmail.com. Would you believe it? Or you can wait the week of the episode. We're mostly bi weekly. Mostly bi What does it sound like? What does the character do? I don't know. I guess it's like Seinfeld's delivery. I guess so. This I feel like it's something, though. Something specific, and I can't put my finger on it. I can't either. Anyways, we'll post a lovely image of skeletons doing a little jig, and it says we are taking questions, <laughs> and you can ask in the comment section below. Yes. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we're getting fucking filthy. Can't even say sexy. It's getting blue as fuck in this motherfucker. Just get blue. ready. <laughs> oh, we're God. talking some filthy fucking nasty shit. Yep. So yeah, be prepared. If you if you're easily offended by sexual uh, situations and graphic talk of sex, this may not be the episode for you. No. And also, I'm gonna just go ahead and point out that uh, put this out here. We don't normally cover a movie beat by beat. Yeah. And give things away. We're definitely going to for this one because I have to. Oh boy. So if you don't want these movies spoiled. See you next time. <laughs> yep. But if you don't give a shit about having 30-year-old porn spoiled for oh, you, no. come on back. <sighs> right here on Sick Take on, on cinema. cinema. We'll be back. Yep. Bitch. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Remember, it's only a movie. Need a boneless pizza and a two liter of coke. I didn't realize we were on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is this fan too loud? It's fine. Okay, good. I, I needed it. Can I get a uh, boneless pizza and a two liter of coke? Bruh. Bruh. Got bones in it. Pizza ain't got no bones in it. <laughs> so we're back here on yeah. Second Cinema to talk about porn. <laughs> You say it's so sad. I don't know. We were talking about porn. This is the state of our careers. Man. I'm gonna blow. Oh, I did not blow. Hell no. During any of these movies, my uh, dick retreated inside of me, dude. For the majority of this, I mean, these movies are entertaining, but not in that way. So, Phil Prince. Yeah. Some know him as the last great porn director. I've heard him refer to as the last bastion of the grindhouse. Okay. Mainly because he spent his career in the 80s. Yes. Where most of the stuff we cover, not all of it, but, you know, most of what we covered so far. 70s. 70s. Um, you know, we were heading towards the video revolution of pornography, which yep. would change the industry forever. Um, and Phil Prince was there before that, creating the worst of the worst. Yep. <laughs> 
sometimes literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the nastiest shit ever created. Horrific shit. So a little, some little information I learned about Phil Prince today while I was doing some research on him. Okay. So the man uh, was a bit of a hoodlum. Okay. In his days, uh, he, uh, he he stole. Hmm. He was a TV thief. Oh, okay. Uh, he got in with uh, <laughs> some organized crime. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, he His first wife was murdered. Um, what the fuck? And then he ended up working at the Avon Theater as a projectionist. Mm. And through that, he got his gig as a director. Okay. For Avon. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically, I mean, like... Go look up. Go look up Phil Prince. The man is interesting. <laughs> okay. Like I said, he had, he had a, quite a background in organized crime and. So you're saying he was involved in the mob? He had some ties to the some mobs. He had some family ties. He's a family ties to the mob. The cocksucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so Phil Prince is known as like a connoisseur of filth. Yeah. The saint of the sewer, if you Ugh. will. He uh, he created the nastiest, filthiest BDSM porno of the era. Mm-hmm. Like if you see a, if you ever run across an eighties, early eighties porno that has nasty bondage in it, it's probably Phil Prince, or at least a he's associated with it in some way. Yes. So yeah, that's Phil Prince. You know, we actually we accidentally made this a Phil Prince episode. Yeah, it was not on purpose. Like we're just like, oh, th- those three. Yeah, and it just so happened we looked down and we're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, dude, this is Phil Prince. Yeah, and I have a feeling this will not be our first venture into the world of Phil Prince. No. Or last, I meant. This is our first. Yeah. Well, it's well, actually it's not. not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did The Taming of Rebecca. Which, movie goes hard on Fast Forward. We didn't care for it. No. I know people do like that one. Uh, it does, I am now kind of interested in going back and revisiting it, though, after watching these. Yes. Just because I was, uh, you know, spoiler alert, very entertained by the majority yeah. of these movies. Movies. Uh, that and for better or for worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that and these movies are fucking crazy. They're like nasty. Well, two of them are fucking crazy. They're nasty, mean, dumb as fuck, filthy movies. <laughs> it's the sleaziest. I've, it's some of the sleaziest shit I've ever seen. It's the sleaziest ever be. <laughs> so for those who are unfamiliar, maybe you're just you know like you're a new listener to the podcast. Yeah. You're like, What's a roughie? Okay, so a roughie is a porno film, usually from the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Which there are some that are still being made, yes. and there are some that went through the nineties and for even sure. some further back. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Usually it involves some very hardcore themes. Yeah, it's usually it's a porno- it's, it's a pornographic film that involves violent sex acts. Yes. And uh, sometimes consensual, sometimes not. Mostly not. Mostly not. Like think about Last House on the Left if it was unsimulated sex. Yep. That's a roughie. Yes. Um which some of your like stars of this era and in these movies are people like Jamie Gillis. Yep. Uh, to an extent, John Holmes, I think, did some of them. Hey, uh, Harry Reams did a couple. Yeah. Um, Zebedee Colt. Zebedee Colt. George Payne. George Payne, which we'll talk about that crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. So should we get into the elephant in the room before we get into the movies? Sure. Okay. So we're not the kind of person that normally like gets into like you know like current events kind of things. Yeah. 
But, I, you know, the only reason I say this is so that people aren't like, yeah. oh, okay, gotcha. Just in case there's someone out there who might be like, they talked about these movies and it stars this person and he's a piece of shit. Yes, we know. Yes. Uh, as we record this podcast, uh, porn actor Ron Jeremy yeah. is in a mental institution for declining cognitive awareness hmm. uh, as he was standing trial uh, after being not just accused, but... Um, Pretty much convicted. Not even not convicted, but like charged. Yeah, at the very least charged uh, with, with thirty-one counts of rape. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Not to laugh yep. at it, but <laughs> that is a lot. Uh, it's it's fucking horrific. Yeah. So it, you know, if those if that is true, and he is found guilty, fucking for life forever. Yes. Go straight to hell. So we are aware of this. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because you know how you know some people are you know would listen to this and be like, well, what are you talking about, Ron Jeremy? Well, he's in yeah. these movies. You know what do you want from us? <laughs> yeah. He's in these movies, and the thing is, we would probably never be able to talk about any roughies or porn on this podcast ever again if if we had to avoid talking about Ron Jeremy, John Holmes. Well, I was going to say, like, if we had to avoid talking about pieces of shit. Well, Jamie Gillis. <laughs> Jamie Gillis, yeah. Like, I know there's, pe- there's people out there who are hardcore Jamie Gillis fans, but that man is a piece of garbage. He's a, he's a walking toilet bowl, literally, himself. I mean, he's not, not just, alive anymore. Not but. just his movies, but him. Yeah, he's a terrible human being yeah. who f- fucking... Took advantage of people. Yeah. And he's got some allegations against himself. Oh, absolutely. So, there's that. That's why he brought it up. Fuck Ron Jeremy. Yeah, fuck Ron Jeremy. He's a piece of shit. So, let's get into the movies now. He's an alleged rapist. Just cover our asses a little bit. Just cover our asses. Fuck him. 1982. Oh, boy. Ambrosia Fox. These names, too, by the way. Yeah, dude. Dixie Doo. Oh, God. George Payne. And Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy with the most basic bitch name in the entire movie. (laughs) I think it was just his name. Yeah, I know. I don't think he ever even took a stage name. It's kind of weird. It is really weird, yeah. Normally they do. Uh, This is 1982's The Story of Prunella. Oh, my God. Interesting thing about this movie is, like, I remember going getting in Rue Morgue magazines. Yeah. And seeing ads for this film. Like, was it Altered Cinema? Was it the name of that company? Yeah. 42nd Pete Street Pete had something to do with it. Yeah, old 42nd Street Pete. (laughs) Dead Pit is doxed me. They doxed me. (laughs) (laughs) They hacked my website. Also, also, shout out. To 42nd Street Pete for having the fucking worst DVD covers I've ever seen. That's just him <laughs> plastered all over it. Yeah. It's like, are you selling this on yourself or the movies? Because like he's like, oh, porno, something collection, right? And you can't find a fucking title no. on any of these DVDs. Most times they're just loops. They're just loops. Just loops. Lord. Yeah. Anyways. What was the name of that company? Was it Altered Alternative uh, Cinema? Something like that. Anyways, yeah. they basically just did porn. But anyways, there was always an ad for Story of Prunella. Yeah. In it. And I was like, what is that movie? You know? Mm. It's like nastiest movie ever made or something like that. Not far from the truth, though. It's nasty, nasty. So essentially what you have here is Last House and Left, but a porno. Yeah. You know, we were talking about it earlier. So we have Prunella, who yes. is the daughter of a prison warden mm. and a fiance of a cop. Okay. Um Three inmates escape from the prison her father is the warden at. You know what this movie is actually similar to, in a way, but minus the <laughs> a strong theme of something. But mm. it's kind of like fight for your life. A little bit like fight for your life, yeah. minus the crazy racist shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they just so happen to. Uh, 
you know, go to steal a car, and whose car does it happen to be but the wife and daughter of the prison warden they've just escaped from. Yep. They're heading to a uh, bachelorette party, and uh, they hold them captive and take them to the... Uh, the bachelorette party, and you can guess what happens next. Oh my god! So yeah, there's gonna be spoilers because I just have to talk about these movies in in their entirety. Okay, so oh, this film opens with the acting of all time. <laughs> we see the prison warden, right? Yeah. And Phil Prince, as a prison guard, comes in. And is like, we've just had a breakout, and he's like, oh my god, what? <laughs> This is an election year. I, I can't do this shit. <laughs> it's like, wow. Here we go already, baby. Already. <laughs> I from that frame, I was like, we're in for it. Yeah. And then you just got these goobers running through <laughs> the woods with like prison, like like fucking police sirens going off in the background. <laughs> you can tell they're just in the woods somewhere, oh. Yeah, they're just running through the woods. <laughs> and then <laughs> Then Ron Jeremy shows up. Oh my god. Ugly bastard. D- this man looks like Sid from Ice Age. Do you know like in hentai there is like a genre called ugly bastard? <laughs> yes. He yeah. is an ugly bastard. Like, he, he would really... be Okay, so yeah. Card full again. God damn it. Card full. He's <laughs> got to get a new damn fucking SD card. Yeah. <laughs> We've been putting off a lot of shit. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, yeah. ugly bastard is what I was getting at. Yes, Ron he, Jeremy. He's an ugly motherfucker, dude. God. He looks like a fuck like they call him the hedgehog, right? They call him the hedgehog? That was his nickname, the hedgehog. Oh. And it's a it's appropriate. Yeah. But he looks like like a like a hyper realistic drawing of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> instead of like <laughs> He was casted as Mario, and he should have been Sonic. Yeah, right. But he does look like... <laughs> he looks like Mario with a Coke problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. Oh, Mamma mia. <laughs> so that's when we find out that Prunella is engaged to uh, a, a cop, which is played by Ron Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's when we get our first sex scene. Yeah. And it's terrible. Because, God, Ron Jeremy's unattractive. God. And, and won't shut the fuck up. No, he will not shut up. Which leads to like the first line I wrote down is just fucking hilarious to me. So he's like, you know, again, this is gonna get blue, guys. Yeah, it's about to get blue. So he's 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 fanging her Prunella. He's finger banging her. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember South Park, by the way? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna finger bang bang you, you into, into my life. <laughs> I didn't get that as a kid. I was like, well, this is a joke. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's a story rough. for another day. So he's like, he's like. Okay, I got two fingers in you. Do you know that? They're like, yeah, 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 does, yeah, yeah. You, you've got two fingers in, two fingers, and you're saying it. Yeah. <laughs> How would she not know? You think all the nerve endings are dead down there? Yeah, well, I mean, Jesus, he's probably not very good at it. So, Lord. So yeah, so they have sex, and, and you brought up a line that happens. Oh, oh my god, that killed me. I didn't even pick up on it, but God, it's fucking. <laughs> I funny. have to pull up my like. I barely took any notes. I mostly sent you shit. <laughs> well, you tell me he's like, he's like, can you swallow this for me? And then misses. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, swallow it for me, all right? You gonna swallow it for me? And he busts and misses. <laughs> misses her mouth completely. <laughs> fucking. This horrible. movie is like immediately like. Something just feels off about it immediately. You're like, what is this? Like, it feels the first fucking couple of frames of the movie show you the entire movie. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, the credits show you the fucking movie, Dude. the entire movie. Also, <laughs> sorry, I just pulled it up. I sent you a fucking give him Sid from Ice Age. Yeah. It's like I got I got two fingers in you. You know that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
And also the Casio keyboard. Oh, and on the weird like just like sound effects that Prince put in. Yeah. Like at one point he's like, he's, it's supposed to be he's like his wife. Yeah. And they're having sex. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Why was that creepy fucking laugh in here? Like, why did you do? <laughs> yeah, it's like Sonny Landham. <laughs> Remember Sonny Landham? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sounds like the fucking home improvement fucking noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the fucking, like, Atari-esque soundtrack <laughs> that just feels completely out of place. Bro, I didn't realize we are fucking playing, like, uh, Pac-Man. Yeah, it's Space Invader up in this Space motherfucker. Space Invaders! So, yeah, so they get done having sex, and then... Oh, my God. Prunella's mom shows up. Oh, my God. Dixie Doo! <laughs> oh, my God, this woman's a grandmother. Yeah, she is, uh, she's older. And Don't he, worry, Phil Prince is not above it. Hell no, he ain't. <laughs> oh my god. See, and I was so confused by this next scene. Yeah. So she's like, sees Ron Jeremy leaving, right? Yeah. Ron Jeremy's character leaving. And she's like, oh, if only, or something like that. Like, puts her hand on the mirror. Yeah. And I was like, is this a flashback? Is this a fantasy? What is I it? I thought it was a fantasy. That's what I thought it was, too, but it's not made clear. No. Nothing in this movie's made clear. That's true. <laughs> Phil Prince... Did not know how to do subtlety. No. Or coverage. Or, yo. <laughs> he did not do coverage at nah, all. Fuck, no. <laughs> Dude. And then we have to sit through. Ron Jeremy fucking a grandmother, everybody. <laughs> He's just digging her down, dude. Digging down a grandmother. <laughs> he tongue fucks her puss in fart box. <laughs> it's horrible. I never wanted to see that. No, dude. I never wanted to see Sid from Ice Age fuck a grandmother, everybody. <laughs> I'm I'm scarred. It's like Yeah, it's it's so graphic. Like Oh my god. Prince is just in there with it. You know he's doing the fucking cinematography uh, too. Oh yeah. There yeah. was no cinematographer. No. He was holding the camera. He's all in there. He's in there, dude. Just the most unattractive angles of them ever and just like It's just Ron Jeremy having this woman's legs folded over her head. Yeah. So, oh my god, it's so, I can't state, like, again, I know, I, I, I'm not going to shit, I'm not shaming elderly people, you do what you want to do. I don't want to see it. Though. I don't want to see it, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> Look, I don't want to see a grandmother at all get digged down, especially by fucking Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Your, your, your dick goes inside you when that happens. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's horrible, I can't, like, it. it's stuck in my head for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, anytime the name Ron Jeremy gets uttered, I'm going to think about that. And his allegations. <laughs> and him being Mario. And so, like, after that, like, we just take this <sighs> weird, like, intermission where, like, we find the three guys, uh, the three, you know, escaped convicts in the woods, and they're like, what are we going to do? He's like, well, I've got a hold of this chick who I used to fuck. Yeah. And it cuts this chick, like, reading Screwball Magazine, by the way, which you yeah. got to think about this era of pornography. Screwball Magazine was, like, a thing. Okay. A big deal, right? Did, I did not know this. And she's, like, reading the classifieds and gets this guy to, like, come, like, uh, I guess do, like, role play with her, right? Uh, yeah. It's not really bondage, I wouldn't say. It's just no. rough, mean sex. Yeah, yeah it's just a rough, like, okay, I'm glad you got that. 
because I guess I was writing something or sending you something. <laughs> this happened, and then I just look up, and it's just this girl who's you know in there later, of course. Yeah, just getting brutalized. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? So like, this is the chick who like it becomes their like accomplice. Yeah, yeah. basically their Sadie from yeah yeah Last House and Left, and this is when we're introduced to George Payne. Oh my God, who is an absolute fucking maniac, dude. <laughs> This man is unfucking hinged. He is intense. He's terrifying. Uh, out of control. Out of fucking control. Like I don't like. You have to see it to believe it. Like he's like you would. I would normally be like, man, he gives a good performance. This ain't a performance. No, this man's legit crazy. This he's is just him. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be because he's just like screaming. Yeah, and just like slapping her around. Yeah, beating the fuck out of her. Just being ruthless. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So that scene happens, and it goes a while. Oh, a long while. So like we've had three sex scenes consecutive. Yes, the plot has moved. Nowhere. Nowhere. Like, we're <laughs> we're easily halfway done. Yeah, the movie's about halfway over now. And the plot has went nowhere. And it finally kicks off. So she shows up and is like, you know, she, he's like, all right, so where's the getaway car? She's like, I took the bus or something like that. Or got a ride. Yeah. The car went and started or something like that. And he fucking, George Payne loses his goddamn mind again. Yes. Just goes ape shit. He's like, ah! Yeah, slapping her around. Well, what's that fucking character from the Wild Thornberries? Oh, Donnie? Yeah, he's Donnie. <laughs> he's unhinged Donnie. <laughs> rapist Donnie. <laughs> adult, uh, Donnie views an adult and a rapist. <laughs> so he like... <laughs> just fucking the shit out of him. Oh, we'll get there. Oh my God. The horrible. greatest line of all time. Oh my God, we'll get yeah. there. Anyway, so like, that's when they're like, oh, well, we'll just fucking steal a car. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they, they pull a car over and like get out and oh who does it happen to be but Prunella yeah. and her mom so they hold him captive they do yeah they, so they put hold him captive take him back to the the bachelorette party yeah where you know they commence the the uh, the assault and the yeah. uh, defilement of these women however only one lady in this whole movie is acting like something bad has happened Ambrosia Fox yeah Ambrosia Fox does a great job yeah she does a great job of portraying you know a victim yes well, the other one, God love her, but she's just like, she's just into it. And Dude, at one point, like, she's just like over there rubbing herself. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> they like introduce her by being her being like, I'm married. You can't do nothing to me or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, come here, bitch. And like, throws her down. <laughs> but then she's just into it. Yep. Like, sucking him off and like. like no one asked you to do that. And the other. We haven't no got, one forced you to do no, that. No, no, no. Why are you doing that? Then we got these other two goons. Oh, my which God. Which one of them will show up a lot in the next movie. Oh, my God. This dude. He's hideous. He's he's disgusting. He's fucking hideous, dude. This man looks like a Jim Henson Muppet came to life. <laughs> His mustache looks sentient. Sentient. <laughs> it could take off. Dude, it's horrible. Oh, my God. He he looks like a fucking Muppet. And just the limpest oh my dicks God. in this movie, dude. Just like the coked out, just can't get a rock on at all. <sighs> because they're all so, like, except for Ron Jeremy. Mm. Ron Jeremy is the, the, the hardest I've ever seen a human being <laughs> yeah. during that Dickie Doo scene. Like I, like, I don't know if it was just because I was just hyper-focused in on what was going on because I was horrified by it. <sighs> Or or whatever, but he was so fucking, like, 
he was so into it. Yeah. It was disturbing. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. Vile. I hated it. Yeah. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Jesus, I can't get that scene out of my head. <laughs> It'll live there forever. Not rent free. So it's it's holding my brain hostage. The scene of the <sighs> movie to me. Yeah. The moment of the film for me. Oh my god, yes. So like when when the actual like rape and assault and stuff happens, yeah. it gets fucking nasty. It's horrible. Like it's really mean and brutal. Like not the one chick who's like into it. Just being like, oh yeah, harder. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but the sorry the, headphone users, by the way. Yeah, the rape of Prunella is fucking horrible. Horrible. Like some of the worst I've ever seen in a movie. And George <sighs> Payne is just a fucking lunatic. He's a deviant. But anyway, so like. But the thing is, like when that's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just gonna bring this up before you. We get to the best scene in the movie. Probably, because it's fucking hilarious. But okay, as you know, Ambrosia Fox's character, fucking Prunella, is just getting abused mm. horrifically. In the background, Dixie Dude's just sucking someone off. Yeah, no, she's eating the girl out. Yeah, and, again, and not like, being forced to. No, and like no coverage by Phil Prince. Nope, like not like a shot of her being like, yeah, get over here. Or yeah, like that. it all just happens in the background. Yeah, it's just like what the fuck. It's like he's like, I, I can't be fucked to move the camera. No, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I'll be right here. But yeah, then you get Ron Jeremy and his partner Lou. Yeah, <laughs> who right. just randomly pull over on the side of the road or in the woods and like, oh, we found the 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 prison uniforms. They must be round. And then he sees Prunella's mom's oh purse. My God. And he's like, oh no, oh no, oh no, it can't be. <laughs> And he's like, what is it? He's like, it's her purse. Oh, my God. We have to go. <laughs> and I'm not even exaggerating no. the performance. They get in the car and he reels his... <laughs> his chief. And he's like, we know where they are. They're at my fiance's bachelorette party. You know, he's like, well, you know, stay back. We'll get back up. He's like, I can't. I know those three. They're fucking the shit out of those girls right <laughs> They're fucking the shit. He doesn't say it once. They're fucking the shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Says it twice. It's like any other movie. He's like, God knows what's happening right now. They're fucking the shit out. You know, like, we're like, like, we have to get there. You know, you know, they could be doing anything to him. (laughs) Any other movie would be something like that. This movie's like, they're fucking the shit out. (laughs) I laughed so hard when he said that. I was like, that is the most ridiculous shit. It's so over the top. Oh my god. He says it with such conviction. <laughs> the only time in the whole movie he gives anything, any conviction. Yeah. They're fucking the shit yeah. out of those girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It's horrible. Dog shit. So they were cutting back and forth with them you know, <sighs> speeding to the house to rescue the girls, right? Yeah. And we're, we're cutting into like Pernell being raped by George oh, Payne. It's getting more violent and more brutal. It's, it's getting worse, yeah. And nasty and now they're like supposedly anally assaulting them which is clearly not the case but they're supposed I, to be I've not seen a porno where they kayfabe the anal before <laughs> they, they totally did, did. then <laughs> as this is ha- like I said like this is getting like this is a intense scene genuinely unsettling yeah like hard to watch like I, I was like this is uncomfortable yeah, this, like, is, this is nasty they cut to Ron Jeremy's partner Lou and also you hear like no, this, this look. 
<laughs> and Ron Jeremy's kind of just like turned his head. I was so fucking confused <laughs> Dude, what was happening. I thought it was something going on in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else said something on the TV. I thought that was what was what was going on. Like I thought he was just looking at him because I had the, the the volume turned down because everyone was home. Oh of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. Do I watched that. this before I went like to work. <laughs> Bro, what a movie to watch before work. But no, 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 I didn't go to work. I watched all three in one day. You did, This yeah. was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I watched this. Bro. That's how I started my day. That's insanity. But he, he was just slightly glanced over. And I thought, and again, I, I didn't think anything of it. It just keeps happening, though. Yes. And I was like, what is that? I was rewinding. Because <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm so confused. What is going on? And then at one point, he's just like... <laughs> He's like, sorry, my stomach's bothering me or something like that. He's like, oh, Lou. Oh, I'm like, shook. this man is shitting his pants while one of the worst rape scenes I've ever seen is happening. <laughs> this makes the tonal shifts in Last House and Left look like irreversible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I could not. Like I said, I kept rewinding because like, this can't be what I'm seeing. Oh, my this God. This can't be real. It's so absurd. It, like... <laughs> In what movie besides this have you ever heard of this happening? I don't, man. I can't even begin to comprehend why oh they chose God. Why are they doing a fart gag? <laughs> a fart gag at like the apex of the film, right? Yeah, the, the, at the apex of this movie, where like all this horrific shit's happening, the climax. Like we're getting to the final frame of the film, right? Yeah. Fart jokes. Fart jokes. Horrific. <laughs> Grim. Absolutely grim. <laughs> this movie's grim as hell, dude. <laughs> There's nothing about this movie that is competent <laughs> besides one person's acting. Yeah, I don't think he's acting. No, somebody in Bruges. Oh, yeah, she actually does do, but only when, only during those scenes. Oh, well, Her yeah. actual acting is pretty rough, but hey, <laughs> yeah. she gets it where it counts, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she gets it where it matters. She sells the performance. I swear to God, if you beg for more treats, Claire. <laughs> so anyways. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, so then they get there, and I'm not going to spoil the ending ending, but, like, the ending is fucking bleak. It's horrible. And grim as hell, to steal a line from Show Me Something yeah. Wrong. But I can't get out of my head that not two minutes before that, we had a fart joke. Fart jokes! That happened twice, and the first time it happened, I didn't even know it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't What do you even say? Man, this is, like I said, it's incompetent. It's, it's filthy. It's nasty. It's mean as hell. It's so mean-spirited, but genuinely... Okay. Memories with Miss Aggie is a it's great, actually amazing. It's actually a great movie, as is a story of Andrew Palmer. Yes. A portrait of Andrew Palmer. Yes. Uh, but this might be the most entertaining ruffie I've ever seen. Oh, my. It's got Maybe the most entertaining there. porno I've ever seen. It's insanity from beginning to end. I was shook. I laughed. I was disturbed. Yeah. It did everything. It, it's it's madness on film. Phil Prince was able to have me go through all the stages of grief at once <laughs> <laughs> through, through watching this. Like, not everybody's going to be into this for multiple things. No. One, it has rape. Yes. A lot of people aren't into that. Completely understand. Oh, you yeah. Don't watch a movie about rape. I get it. Two, yeah. it's a porno. 
three, it's a porno about rape. Yes. So <laughs> all like, horrific. Yeah. Clicks a lot of boxes for people who are like, mm-mm, not gonna nope, watch I'm it. Out. And I get that. But if you, this is your thing, like you do Well, okay, let, let's say this. <laughs> not thing, not like, oh, you're into this or something like that, but like if you do like watching nasty, mean spirited movies, yeah, and grim you're, shit. And you're okay with non simulated yeah. on camera stuff. You have to watch this movie. It's a must watch. It's a must watch. And if you got devious friends who don't care to watch porn with you, this would be a great <laughs> movie. Shout out to Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to have a stag party with your friends, yeah. <laughs> this is the movie you do it with. Horrible. Absolutely horrendous movie. But in the best way possible. It's so fucking funny. Horrible. Devious. It, no, I, well, love I, probably it. Should, I probably should restate that. It's very funny at parts, horrific in others. Like, genuinely, like the assault of Prunella. It's horrible. It is genuinely one of the worst I've ever seen. Like, it is yeah. so nasty and mean. And it's because of uh, Ambrosia Fox yeah. and uh, George Payne. Yeah, they, they just, they do, they do their parts very well. Yeah. They make it genuinely horrible and uncomfortable. Yes. And like, like I said, like, I was just like, fuck. There was points where I was like, this is this is rough. You know, yeah. like this is rough. And then fart jokes. Fart fucking jokes. I've never i I would not even conceive the idea of never. this. Never. How like, we've been watching bio toilet stuff, right? Yes, bio toilet stuff, shout out. Great fun shit. Yeah. But politically incorrect yes. and and just offensive as all fuck. Oh my god, yeah. They wouldn't even do this. No, <laughs> They'd be like, that's too much. Not even the sleaziest of Cat 3 movies would do this. Sleazebox would shudder. They would shudder in their boots at this movie. (laughs) Bro, bro, I don't even know what to say besides, like, it it has to be believed. Like, to believe it, you have to see it. It's the grisliest, devious ruffy of all time. I I genuinely believe that. Oh, my God. Like, I'd say the most devious ruffy of all time is probably Intrusion. Really? When it comes to, like nasty shit. I mean, I guess it's more brutal. It's more brutal, but it's more means like it's more like tonally coherent. Yes, this one is tonally all over the fucking place, and I think that makes it worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, it this has to be one of the most incorrect movies of all time. Yeah, like if we were showing me something wrong, you'd get a ten. It's a ten on the wrong eleven on the wrong ometer. Yeah, it breaks the ometer. The, yeah, <laughs> it destroys it. It's 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 something. It's like, truly. It's crazy. A little bit of spoiler, but like, there's more fucked up shit. Yeah. In Oriental techniques and pain and pleasure, but mm-hmm. I still would say Story Prunella is the nastiest of them. Oh yeah, and it's all because of how fucked the tone is. Yeah, the the tone of this movie is so fucked. <laughs> it's horrible, but in the best way possible. I yeah, I kind of love this movie. <laughs> Like, I if you're mean, like me and you're a fucking degenerate who oh, likes well. fucked, really fucked up shit, yes. yeah, this is the movie for you. Well, I mean, what, why would you be listening to it otherwise? Sure. Yeah, sure. Because, I mean, that's all we do Yeah, is fucked up shit. Well, not always. Yeah. If you, if you don't mind porno, that's a big thing, though. Yeah. I know people who don't. Don't don't watch it with the wife. No. Don't do that. Don't expect this to get you in the mood. God, no. <laughs> like, as soon as you see Dixie do get dick down... <laughs> All idea of having any kind of heart on is gone. And then all the real horrible shit happens. And it's like, oh, that's even worse. Yeah. And then I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm 
my mind's been fucked. Yeah. By this movie. It yeah. it's it's haunted me for days. <laughs> yeah. That's uh I think we can move on. I think we've done our oh, deed on the story Jesus of Prudella. Christ. So next up is from nineteen eighty three and it's a short. Yes. I didn't know it was a short going into it. Yeah, it wasn't literally it was literally until you popped it in, you're like, Oh, this is a short. <laughs> uh this is uh nineteen eighty three's Den of Dominance. Well, now moving on to Oriental Techniques. <laughs> That let me preference this by saying I had to rewind this movie at least five times. <laughs> he turned a thirty minute short into a feature. More than a feature. I turned into like a Lord of the Rings. <laughs> because I kept falling asleep. Um Oh my god, dude. Because I was tired and this movie was not holding my interest. <laughs> no. Look, I again I when I was watching this, it was losing me too. I was like, oh god, I'm getting tired. So the Swedish chef from the Muppet shows up to this bar. <laughs> God, <laughs> Fozzie with the mustache yeah, shows dude. up. He shows up to this bar and he's like, "You know, I heard I could have some fun here." Holy shit! And he's like, "Yeah, what do you want?" And he's like, "Well, I'd like a it was like Scotch on the rocks or something like that, right?" Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, we actually don't have no alcohol, but we got something else you can eat." Which I'm like, he didn't ask to eat nothing. He has to eat. He has to drink, but you know, he asked for some liquid. And like, even though he's literally. Which we didn't even talk about that in Story of oh, Brunella, God. where Ron Jeremy comes in the room in front of fucking <laughs> Brunella, and she's like, oh, like, like oh, I yeah. didn't see him. He literally <laughs> walked in front of her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, he totally did. This, Phil Prince loves this. Yes. Because this movie does the same thing. The camera pans over, and there's a guy eating a girl out. How did he not see that when he walked yeah. into the fucking bar? <laughs> I feel like there was something you noticed off the bat. Immediately. Yes. So anyways, so it turns out this is if like... You, okay, hang on. If you walked into a club, right, or, you know, even a concert, right, and you saw someone jerking off in the fucking corner, you would notice that person jerking off in the fucking <laughs> corner. Hey, hey, hey. hey, someone's beating their dick over here. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't just be like, huh. He sits next to him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. It's not like they're hidden. They're right there. <laughs> as soon as he comes in, he sits down. We just don't see him because the camera's framed. Oh, my God. Phil Prince acts as though what happens outside of the camera doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is not within the fucking... <laughs> the, the ratio of the film is not there. Not real. It doesn't exist. So, yeah. So, he gives the dude his credit card, which is like, why the hell would you do this? Yeah. Like, even... like this is the 80s, bro. Credit yeah. cards were hard to come by. But anyways. Yeah, they were hard to come by and uh, probably easily scammed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Don't so, fuck you. So, and it turns out this is like some kind of swingers club. However, the plot of this movie is a fucking lie. Yeah. The, the advertisement of this movie is a fucking lie. Okay. The advertisement of this movie is that it's this depraved sex den. Well, it's where... like Barbie plaything in the prison of lust. No. No. None of that happens. None of that happens. And, like, it's sold as, like, he, you know, he goes into a bar that turns out to be a, a front for a devious BDSM club where, he, to his horror and pleasure, he begins to, you know, engage in the actions. That doesn't happen. The cake is a lie. It's a lie. It's all a lie. Everything about that is a lie. Bro. What happens is he goes in, they give him a partner, yeah. they have sex. They go into another room. There's the worst BDSM you've ever seen in your it's life. It's horrifically bad. It's just a chicken a collar with the being spanked. While a dude is like, "Yeah, 
Yeah, I didn't tell you to suck all my dick. Yeah, just the tip. Just suck the tip. Just suck the tip. Yeah, now take it all. Take it all. That's it. That's it. That's and, all, like, that's, and then there's ooh. another sex scene using BDSM like gear, but like it's like handcuffs and stuff. Yeah. And that's the movie. That's it. That's the movie. That is it. It's the worst. It's the shittiest, shittiest thing. It's horrible. It's nothing. This movie is literally nothing. It fails to even exist. Like, again, we don't talk about rating the show very often. I give this shit a one. And I give it a one because it's literally nothing, but it's not as incompetent as Bulk. No, it's definitely not as incompetent as Bulk. Or Violent Shit 4. Yeah. It's it, But it's just nothing. There's nothing to this. Which I get it. This was not designed to be watched like a movie. Yeah. And it's mostly our fault for not being aware of what we were watching. Yeah. You know, I get that. But at the same time, it's like... Well, I, I can't even say that because there's a guy I follow on Letterboxd. Like, I, I, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But he is like a porn historian, uh-huh. right? He hated this. <laughs> well, here, I, I was about to get into that. Yeah. So, but then I think about it, it's like, well, who is it for? Because they're the, <laughs> the people in the film, like, even if the ladies, the ladies are fairly good looking. Yeah, yeah. But the men are so fucking ugly that, like, there's no way you can enjoy it. I will say that the one chick has the, one of the haircuts of all time. It's bad. It's like, it's like if you took Donald Trump's hair and injected <laughs> it with steroids. I said the wombo. Yeah, it said the wombo. Yeah. <laughs> horrible hair. Yeah. But, like, the girls are fairly attractive, but the dudes are hideous. What like the, I said, the one guy literally, like, you put a fucking chef's hat on him. He's the sweetest chef. He's the sweetest chef. He's hideous. Oh and, my like, God. just the way his face moves, I don't even know how to explain I can't. It. I don't like him. I, he's, he's hard to look at. I can't stand <laughs> it. I know that's mean, but he's hard to look at. Like, again, he might be a genuinely nice human being, for all I know, if he's still alive. I mean, in this era of porn, probably not. <laughs> well, probably not, yeah. But he's probably just blast on coke. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's probably a coke addict, at the very least. But. Well, we know he is. He's soft as shit. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. But, Jesus Christ, his face. I can't do it. He's, a, he's ugly, man. I'm, I'm no him. looker, but damn. Look, I know I am an ugly motherfucker, but Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Me, Canyon, could draw his ass, and it wouldn't look as bad. Y- yeah, he would, it would be a compliment. <laughs> yeah. He, also, the other guy, right, mm. has the... I, I don't even know how to put it into words. <laughs> the palest dick I've ever he seen. He has the worst-looking dick you'll ever see. <laughs> it's pale. It looks like it was made of clay. It looks like it was like cut off from his body and then sewed back on. Yeah, it's, it's a corpse dick. <laughs> corpse dick's what this man has. Horrific. And... Uh, like, he also has, like, it's like his dick has the thickest skin <laughs> you'll ever see on something. Like, if you fucking hit that shit with a machete, it would, it would just bounce off of it. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's like... I it's couldn't n- stand looking at it. So it's not a good porno. No! Like, at one point, too, the the, the saturation goes to zero. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just white. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, this is not what I ever wanted to see. No. Then, if you're into, like, BDSM, the BDSM is shit. It's horrible. So, like... <laughs> It sucks in that aspect, too, so who's it for? Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. It's like, did they play this before the feature or something like that? It's just like, oh, here's a way to get your dig up before the, the, the main event, you know? I guess so, but it sucks so much it fucks. It's horrible. It fucks so much it sucks. Like, we've spent way too much fucking time on it, honestly. Yeah, we need <laughs> It to doesn't deserve our attention, no. no. It's, it, it doesn't deserve anyone's attention. It's, it's horrible. It's the worst porn I've ever seen. It's like, and I've, we've covered some bad porn. Oh, God, yeah, we have. 
Nine lives of wet pussy, man. Boring. <laughs> Climax of blue power. Shit. Oh my god. Horrible. Tammy Rebecca. Shit. <laughs> Farmer's daughter. Shit. But nothing <laughs> yeah. is as bad as this. No. This is the worst. This is the oh. bottom of the barrel. In hindsight, we should have done any other movie other than Den of Dominance. <laughs> Again, like I, you know, I'm not gonna judge like anyone for their like looks or anything. But the 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 what the two the two people the guy with the fucking softest fucking rubbery dick you'll ever see and the the chick with a horrible haircut when they when, when they fuck it looked like there was, there was a little bear in the room <laughs> they were so hairy too Jesus Christ two polar bears because the fucking saturation was also zero true and that's a vinegar syndrome transfer yeah they did the best they could with it. What do you do to it? Like, the whole thing is just a fucking credit card gag at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, that'll be $1,200. And he's like, don't you think that's a bit steep? Yeah. It's like, that's the whole... That's it? That's it. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Fuck! I literally had to almost watch it four times. Because I just kept falling asleep on it. Again, I did break a rule for this one. During the last sex scene, I fast forward. I told you to. You told me to. I was like, yeah. you ain't got to watch the sex scenes. Well, I was, I was sitting there watching it. I'm like, oh my God. Are we almost done? And then when I saw there was like 10 minutes left, and there was another sex scene. You're like, nope. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> I'm checking out. I'm getting to the finish line. Yeah. So. I, yeah. It was the equivalent of taking a car to the finish line during a marathon. But There is no den. Nope. There is no dominance. Fuck no. There's only shit. So. It's only an ass. Yeah. So moving on. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> not a good looking one either. No, it's a god grandmother ass. I mean, where do we like this next movie? <laughs> okay, what the fuck? Okay, so this is Oriental techniques in pain and pleasure. Yes, which seems racist. I don't know why. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, the term Oriental feels racist. <laughs> it feels real racist. Very racist. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I again, someone can correct us if we're wrong because we are too. Hick Southerners surrounded by racists. <laughs> surrounded by it. <laughs> they're, they're, you can literally go up the road and see fucking Confederate flags for days. Yeah. It's horrific. It's, it's grim. <laughs> it's grim. We live in uh, 2000 Maniacs. We do. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna rise again. Yeah. Anyways. So. But, yeah, you can tell us if this is racist. Plot be damned. <laughs> it, is Phil Prince's motive? Yes, what be damn? That is his like fucking mo- uh, modus operandi. Yeah, <laughs> his mantra, if you will. Oh my god! So the movie begins with two <laughs> ladies. Yeah, one played by Annie Sprinkle. Yes, Annie Sprinkle. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. I guess that's she. Like, I mean, she's I kind of flex a, my knowledge of seventies and eighties yeah. porno. <laughs> Annie Sprinkle's kind of a a, a legend. When she's it comes well to known porn. in the porno yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, they're just walking down the street and they see a notebook. Yes, literally, it's a spiral notebook. It's a it's like the one I've got right here yeah. to take my notes on. They pick it up and they're like, it's some kind of manuscript. Manuscript. But it's written in Chinese. Oh. <laughs> to which I thought it was Ron Jeremy. Then it turns out it was Wait not Ron Jeremy. Wait, hang on just a fucking second before we continue. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Oriental. Yes. Is that not... I don't think it's supposed to be for Chin- the yeah, Chinese, yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oriental is just Asian. Oh, so WWE's racist. <laughs> With the, their Oriental tag teams that, that were from Japan. Yeah. Well, no, it's just Asia. Is that what just is that what that just means? Yeah, Oriental's Asian. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I just wanted I just wanted to get that off the bat because as soon as you said that, I was like, it, it clicked with something in my brain. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I think this is the wrong country. Yeah. So, anyways, they pick up this manuscript. Okay. Right? Sorry. And I'm immediately confused. 
because <laughs> who dropped the manuscript? Yeah. Was it put there on purpose to kidnap these two? Yes. What is the purpose of this manuscript? What is this manuscript? Why did they drop it? Yeah. Why does it exist? Don't know. And we never know. Never know. You never find out the, the key to this. They dropped the manuscript. I mean, they don't. Well, they do, but... Someone they, does. They, they, How'd they get the manuscript? It was on the ground. They pick up the manuscript. They go into the house. Not Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy's watching them. Yeah, Ron Jeremy's watching them. It's not Ron Jeremy, oh. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's a, the widest man you've ever seen named Chun Lee. Oh, <laughs> That's got to be racist, right? Oh, for sure. That's got to be racist. I thought it was Ron Jeremy. It's not Ron Jeremy. Uh, I don't know who the fuck it is. He's in this movie, though, is he not? Yeah, yeah, he is. We'll get there. Anyways, and he like calls up his boss and is like, they've picked up the manuscript. I'm going to go get it. Why'd you lose it? Get, why'd you... Who had the manuscript? <laughs> Who's, whose manuscript is it? Why is it on the ground? <laughs> Is this a trap? We're literally five minutes this movie, and I'm dumbfounded. I don't know anything that's happening. No. So anyways, they go back to their apartment. Yep. And then drop the manuscript. <laughs> they drop it behind a couch or some shit. Yeah. So Chung Lee Jesus. and his goons come in and kidnap him. Yeah, and take, take him them back to, to his... an actual sex dungeon. Yeah, a real den of dominance. A real den of dominance. Yeah. Oh, my God. To which we have old George Payne. Oh, he's back. He's not as good in this as he was in Story no. Purnell, but I think he's more coked out. He's definitely more coked out. There's a scene where he's doing the deed. Yeah. Where he's about to do the deed, and it zooms in on his face, and oh it's my so God. fucking twisted. Yes. And, like, distorted. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I had to take a picture of it and send it to you. You could be like, look at this man's face. <laughs> You got to post the, these, the uh, picture of this man's face on Instagram. He's like, <laughs> you'd think he was mid bust. No, he's he not started. It's not a cum face. Like, <laughs> it's something wrong talks about. Yeah. So you can assume what's going, what's happening. They're gonna rape the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah. So they start the rape, but then all of a sudden they bring up this Miss Candace. Oh boy. Right. Who is the real leader of this Candace of <laughs> Candace Dick? <laughs> God damn it, man. Anyways, who's the real leader of this, like, gaggle of goobers? This ga gaggle of goobers is the best way to put it. Um, Who is a dominatrix. Yes, which apparently, I, I do know that she's apparently, like, an actual dominatrix mm. and was in other movies, of course. And apparently, this was just kind of something she just did. Okay. For that, real. That so. makes sense, you know. So, yeah. Because she's really good, actually. Yeah, she's yeah. really good as this dominatrix. Yeah. Her so. and George Payne are the highlights of this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Annie Sprinkle. The worst. <laughs> the worst to ever be. Oh, my God. There's a scene that we'll, we got to talk about. No victim in a movie has ever acted less like a victim than Annie Sprinkles. Yep. She's into everything. I don't know if that was in the script, if that's the way she was directed, or what, but it is distracting. It is very distracting. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get to the biggest offender of that here in just a little bit. Dude, I don't even know where to begin. So they bring them on stage. They have this, like, live sex show thing. Yeah. Where I guess this is the techniques of pain and pleasure that I guess. they've been talking about. That's in this manuscript that they want back real bad, yet somehow had already lost the fucking manuscript. They dropped it. They picked it up. Who somehow. dropped it? I, 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 someone dropped the manuscript. I don't know who. <laughs> and I'm not screaming at you. I'm screaming at the movie because it makes no fucking sense. So, like... And, and, and I, get, I get it. I get it, okay? I get this is for masturbatory purposes pretty much only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Where's where's the fucking like? I was too angry to get hard. <laughs> I was too confused to get a boner. <laughs> oh my god! So anyway, so fucking George Payne comes out and he's oh he's lord, all he's over. coked the fuck out. He's again. coked out of his mind. He gets a vibrator <laughs> and he's taking a Danny Sprinkles, who's just loving it. Just even though this is supposed to be an assault, he's she's just fucking loving it. Well, at first she's like, "Oh no, no," and then she's just like, "Yeah," immediately like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, do it." And, and then she brings out her fucking servant Ron, which is the old fucking hog dick himself. <laughs> hog dick. <laughs> That's not a compliment either. He looks like a hog who has a big dick. <laughs> Sid's back. He's back. And he's stuffing the other girl, which I thought was her friend, but at one point she's like, I found her on the side of the road or something like that. I'm like, who is this? Who, who is this person then? <laughs> I thought it was the friend that came with her. I thought this was your friend. Yeah, who is this? <sighs> so that's going on. And then the Lord. most unexplicable shit happens. Oh, my God. So George Payne's like, oh, so you ain't gonna tell us where the manuscript is, They're right? like, we don't know where it's at. Yeah, like... <laughs> What's a manuscript? <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> that notebook? And he's like, well, I guess we're just going to have to do this then. Bring him out. And they bring out this guy who, like, we've not been introduced to. Nope. We don't know who he is. Nope. <laughs> and she's like, not my brother. And I'm like, how does he know who her brother is? How did they get her brother this quick? <laughs> I don't they just know. had him on the ready. <laughs> they had him ready to go. They already had her brother. <laughs> They, they, this was just in case. <laughs> this was all planned from the get to the go. <laughs> They're like, we're going to get this woman and we're going to get her friend. But how do we do it? We drop a pad on the ground. <laughs> Sorry, headphone users. We drop a pad on the ground and have them pick it up and then be like, where is it? Yeah. It's the dumbest reason for a kidnapping I've ever heard. This movie is the equivalent of that scene in SpongeBob where he's like, it's got your name on it. Yep. Yep. So it must be your wallet. It's not my wallet. <laughs> That's this movie's the equivalent of that. Yes. So anyways, it's like, it's your brother. Oh, no, not my brother. Not my brother. Right? Yeah. So they, they hogtie her brother. <laughs> and he's fucking growling like Leatherface for some fucking He's growling like Frankenstein. He's like, and I'm like... What? What? <laughs> like you would think maybe he's like, oh maybe they got like a gag in his mouth. No, no, he's just like. I, I guess they were just like, we ain't got no dialogue for you. Make some noises. So then they Crisco up Annie's hand and just fucking and go in. And she fists her brother, but <laughs> doesn't even like be like, no, don't do it. Like it's not like George Payne is like forcing her hand in. Yeah, it. they lube up her hand and she just starts fingering him, then goes in knuckle deep. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this is awesome. I'm sorry or something like that. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, and then the moment in the movie where I'm like, I hate you, Andy Sprinkles. <laughs> She just starts sucking his balls. I'm like, nobody told you to suck the balls. <laughs> no one told you to suck the balls, Annie. Why'd you do this? Stop. <laughs> Stop sucking his balls. So she's fisting her brother. Fisting her brother, by the way. <laughs> and it, this is... I, shoot. Shoot fisting. Shoot fisting. I was a little surprised. I did yeah, not expect I was shook. a man fisting in this movie. No. <laughs> because I was like, I just assumed this was for four dudes. You know, like yeah, yeah. straight males. So then <laughs> George Payne's like, bring out the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring out this Moby Huge... <laughs> 
That's a movie you do. It's literally something that fucking Charlie Moist Critical would pull out it's in a video. It's bigger than a two-liter. It, yeah, it's a, it's the size. Of, it's at least the size of a two-liter. I think it's bigger. It's so big. It's gigantic. And then she just starts railing him with it. Fucking into his gut. And again, sucking his balls. Sucking his balls again. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Stop why sucking, his, sucking ball. his balls. Stop sucking the balls. What what did I write down about that? Did I say anything about that? <laughs> I definitely said stop sucking the balls. I did not, apparently. <laughs> apparently I was just shook. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I definitely said no one said stop sucking the balls. And I put why are you into it? What the hell is going on? What what is No this one's movie? forcing you stop sucking his balls. And I said clearly torture ain't working. Yes. <laughs> clearly they're gonna have to go to more desperate measures, I guess. So they finish that up and they put him in the dungeon, right? And they're the- like, We'll find a way out of here. And then they disappear for thirty minutes, John. <laughs> we just take a cog and ball torture break. And Look, I ain't gonna lie to you. This scene is entertaining as fuck. It is, but it's horrendous. It's horrible. If you're a male, this is gonna be rough to get through. Yeah, this is bad. So Miss Candace gets a volunteer from the crowd and just... Which, that's something we didn't talk about. There's a crowd. There's a crowd. It's like bloodsucking freaks. Yeah. That's what it feels like. We even bring up the fact that George Payne's character's name Cracklicker. Oh my god. How would we not bring up Cracklicker? His name's Cracklicker. Yeah. Cracklicker. Bruh. The lead villain of the movie. Cracklicker. Cracklicker. Not to mention... He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. We never see Cracklicker again. No, he's gone. <laughs> After the Moby Huge, gone. Cracklicker's gone. I guess after that, he was just like, I'm out. So anyways, so he just saw that fucking dildo come out. He's like, I'm done. He, he called him for it. Oh, yeah, he did. He's yeah, like, he did. bring out the dildo. <laughs> I guess he's like, bring out the dildo. See you guys next week. <laughs> see ya. I gotta go. I gotta Got go. Got a flight to catch. <laughs> God I gotta damn. go start another movie. God damn. So anyways, oh. fucking, so we just take a cock and ball torture fucking break. And it's horrendous. They bring this poor bastard up on stage. I hope he was ready for this. If not, God oh help me. Oh my God. Miss Candace just starts fucking, first of all, just smacking his dick. Yeah. Punching his balls. This is how it starts. Putting clothespins all over him. Yeah. Fucking just uppercutting the shit out of his nuts, grabbing his balls and just squeezing them and pulling them, squeezing as hard as she can. Ugh. This man's dick has a welt on it. Yes, and then she pisses on him. Pisses on. This him. goes for like thirty minutes. Thirty minutes of her just being like, "You do what I tell you," and just smacking the shit out of his dick. He's to the point where. He he's laying on the ground and you see a welt. Yeah, his cock is lumped up. It's I've never. She put lumps on this man's dude. <laughs> this man's dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just said it. <laughs> this man's dude. It's like I don't oh and I God. cannot tell if he's into it or not. Like he seems to be out when he's getting pissed on. I mean, how could you tell that he was into it? Because he's getting his nuts battered. It's horrible. It's so oh brutal. Oh, my God. I was just like, this is fucking absurd. It's fucking crazy. So, what we haven't brought up yet yeah. is uh, <laughs> Phil Prince shows up to his girlfriend Annie's house yeah. with another guy who apparently they're both uh, detectives. I guess. And they pick up the manuscript, and he's like, it seems to be in Chinese. It seems to be for some kind of oriental sex club. <laughs> Thank goodness I know some Chinese. Lord. Right? Thank goodness. Keep that in mind. Thank goodness yeah. he knows some Chinese. Right? Mm-hmm. So they know how to get there because he knows some Chinese. He can yes. read it. So they eventually, like, the end of the movies, they just show up. And they're like, yeah, that dumbass Chung Lee... <sighs> 
wrote the address on it, and that's how we found him. I thought you read Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I thought, uh, I thought you knew some Chinese, and that's how you found this place. Now, all of a sudden, once you wrote down the address in Chinese, and how do you know? How does he know who Chun Li is? Who is Chun Li? Who is he? <laughs> he's not Crack Licker. No, he's not even the the main dude. They make no reference to Crack Licker. Credits roll. Done. The movie's over. Where's Miss Candace? Don't know. Don't know. Where's Crack Licker? Don't know. Well, they say so. He says something about them being arrested, and I'm like, uh, well, we don't see that. No, we, we don't see no, anything. Nothing. The credits roll. Done. Fuck. I was like, I can't even fucking believe it. Yeah. When the credits rolled, I was like, this is this ain't real, right? This is not a real movie. Oh my god. Again. I don't think this is anywhere near as inter- as entertaining as Story Prunella. Yeah. I still did give it the same rating, though, because it is in its own right vastly entertaining in how absurd and fucking dumb it is. It is ridiculous. It's one of the most insane, fucked up, weird things I've ever seen. I don't think it's as fucked up. It's definitely not as fucked up as Story Prunella, just because Story Prunella is just mean. It's mean as fuck. It's really mean. This movie definitely does kind of have its tongue in its cheek a little bit. A little bit, yeah. With stuff like, you know, crack liquor. Crack liquor. Yeah. But, like, you add in Annie Sprinkles being the worst victim of all time. Yeah. You add in sucking her brother's balls while fisting him. Bro. Shoot fisting him. Shoot fisting him. Yeah. And in ass. I mean, it's. I don't think it's on the level of fucking Gene Silver fucking legging someone's ass. That's just ass. absurd, though. That's absurd, yeah. You add in Miss Candace battering balls and, yeah. like... This movie went by so quick, I couldn't even fucking believe it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have liked this as much as I did. I shouldn't like any of these movies as much. As no, I but, but I did. So entertaining. Yeah, we're definitely coming back to Phil Prince. Oh yeah, this man is the fucking. He's 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 the goat. He's the goat of fucking sleazy porn. Yeah, this shit is the grimiest you think, shit ever. You would think the word porn wouldn't need the word sleaze next to it. Oh, these are the sleaziest pornos Sleaziest, ever. slimiest pornos ever. Yes. Just grease drip. <laughs> the conquest of porn. Dude, they're fucking just... <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> the worst to ever be. Yeah. So if you're looking for something a little meaner that has absurd oh. comedy in it for no reason... Story Prunella. Yep. If you're just looking for some of the most fucked up shit visually you could ever see, Oriental Techniques. You want to go to sleep? <laughs> Dinner Dominance. Dinner Dominance. Or just don't. I'm sweating. Yeah. That's the hell of the reviews right there. That's a long time. It's been a long time since we just went through the fucking movie and picked out everything about it. Oh, it's, man. But we had to with these because they're just fucking insane. It's like normally we just try to give like an in-depth conversation about these. Review the... Actually review the movies. This We had to say fuck it. We had to. Because... These are absurd. Yeah. I still highly, like I said, like if you're into like, if you're into some grim fucked up shit. Yeah. Story Prunella is a must. Which, now I think about it, I've got to figure out what we're doing next. So, yeah. You may want to well, keep talking. I, you know, bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, this will be the last episode for a minute. We're not taking like a huge extended break. No. But, you know, we would be off next week. Like yeah. we always are. And the week after that. We'll be at Frankencon. It's gonna be Frankencon in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes, you know we're, we're gonna and we're gonna be there, so we're not gonna have an episode that week either. No, so it'll be a little bit before we come back. It'll be roughly about three weeks. about three weeks before we come back. Uh, so you know, yeah, enjoy. And I, th- I think I'll go ahead and announce something that is coming up. But unless plans change, which plans can change. Um, because the guy we're having on, he's he's busy. He's busy. He's, man. he's a busy man. He's a busy man. 
But uh, well, we've had this in the talks for a couple months. Yeah. Uh, the uh, one of the episodes coming up. Don't know exactly when. Yeah. Uh, we, Could we, be the I next. Mean, step. You'll know. You'll know. We'll announce it. It's going to be drugs, drugs. drug movies with bones yes. of uh, quality violence cinema. Bones uh, and bruise. Bones and bruise. Joe Bones. Yes, he's got like three three fucking podcasts. A great fucking short film in Symbolicus Volume Three as well. He's a, he's a great director in his own right and a, and a very nice person. Yes, an so, incredible human being. When it's going to be coming, we don't really know. Yeah. But you'll know when we know. Yes. So but we will be taking a little bit of a break. Well, I do know is that episode's going to be long-winded. Yeah. We are long-winded motherfuckers. Yes. Uh, but, but we are going to be taking a little bit of a break, which yeah. I think is ju- I think is fine, because we, we, we've been pretty consistent. Yeah. I mean, like, the episodes may not come out on time, but, but they've been coming out. Yes. You know, which like, is better than t- we used to. Yeah. We didn't, we've not taken many weeks off. Yeah. You know, so... We're just giving us some breathing room so we can also hang out with our with our friends Spooky and Herschel. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if you happen to be in Knoxville, Tennessee, yeah, at that at, point at Frank and Con, come say hi. Ah, we'll be there. Yes. Um, a, if you don't know what we look like, then you at least know what Herschel and Spooky look like. Yeah. Just look for the fat dudes in battle vests. I mean, I may not be wearing mine. I'll be honest with you. Depends how hot it is. Yeah, mine's fucking heavy as shit. Yeah, dude. yours is real heavy. I've got I'm, spikes and shit in yeah. it because I'm a. Fucking I will nerd. more than likely be wearing a suicidal tendencies hat, though. Very possible. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll probably either be wearing a trauma beanie or some some form of beanie, probably. And we'll be ha- we'll have flyers. Yeah, we're, we're at least going to try to get flyers. Yeah. I think we're having flyers. Okay. We're doing it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We gotta get them and they're printed. sick because my brother over here made them and he's a great oh, graphic designer. Who, you know, he ain't gonna say it, but if you have any graphic design work that you might need, you probably should hit him up because he's really fucking good at it. Well, and and he's, he's and he's quick. I, I will say I am quick. He's very quick. I, I can get a lot of things done in like a couple, maybe like a couple hours. All the sick posters you see for Sick on Cinema, yeah. he makes them all and he makes them all in less than a day. <laughs> I've sometimes made multiple in a day. Yes. So, but. If you got a podcast and you want sick fucking posters, DM him. Yes, we we can work something out. I'm, I'll be pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the episode. Yeah, that, that that's the Phil Prince episode. Everybody, I'm exhausted. Oh my god, I'm hungry. I, yeah, I've only had one piece of pizza since I got home. Yeah, and I'm thirsty. Yeah, you finished your water pretty fast, huh? I did, yeah. But uh oh god some quick shout outs before we go as always yes severed cinema severed cinema spooky celluloid uh Her- Herschel Gill shock and schlock banana box releasing about to drop that bio toilet goodness gate I, I, gate. Th- I think he already dropped it oh did he yeah I think he already released it well, I thought it was up for pre-order was up for pre-order yeah. yeah it's not out it's not out technically but the pre-order was is either still available or it was available is uh is, is it still available Maybe is there because I know it's a limited thing. It was limited to like twenty five. If it's not sold out, go buy it. Yes, absolutely. Buy fucking rules. Yeah, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing Gategate ourselves. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet, but twenty cigarettes and fucking cannabis Holocaust fuck are so good. They're so good. <laughs> They're like filthy Frank. If he made a movie, yes, it's filthy Frank the movie. Yeah, so yeah. Um, go pick that shit up. Mm-hmm. Herschel's doing big things over there. Yeah, and Banana uh, Box is pretty much legit now. Yeah, I mean, I know he's talking about doing some, 
of the the old traditional fucking going back to the old filth. <laughs> yeah, the old filth. I know he's been talking to me about some of that stuff. So yeah. St- just keep, keep an eye on Banana Box. He's doing fucking great shit. Yeah, fucking Stephen Grishchuk. Yes, Fox Crew Films can't recommend his shit enough. And now you can go listen to Spooky Cellular talk about yeah. it. Yeah, you can listen to Spooky <laughs> Herschel Sharkerschlag. Yep, fucking talk about it. You know he's getting out there. He's doing big things. His shit's good. Yes. You want to go check it out? He's gonna blow up, and uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, he. He he at least needs to. Yeah, for sure. Because his movies need as many eyes on them as possible. Because like and like honestly, you're not going to find much more fun. Yeah. Than his movies. Agreed. You know, same thing with Lucky Sreddy. Yes. You know, I love what he's doing right now. Dropping out he, some of the fucking Madman Marv stuff. Dude, like honestly, like th- this is not us saying this because like he's been on our show and he's and we've talked to him and stuff, right? Like honestly, he his label is one of my absolute favorites right now. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff he's been releasing is absolutely fucking killer. Yeah, I mean he's dropped the, the like I said the Madman Marv stuff, which yeah. Swabby and Sawbone Massacre, Asmodius, which fucking shout out to that fucking short. Yeah, Asmodius fucking rules, dude. It is so fucking good. Which I, th- I don't know if that version is sold out now. Yeah, if it is, you can still pick it up in Symbolicus Volume Three. Yes. Uh, which you should, because Asmodeus rules. Yes, and so it's does amazing. Bones of Short. You know. Yes, Bones of Short is absolutely like pick it up before you know all those shorts. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of great ones on there. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh fucking shout out Psychonaut. Yes, the sickest art in the game. Absolutely. Let's just say there might be some. We say it every time, but it's yeah, because you know I want to hop it. Also because I'm hopped on it. Also, like, like, <laughs> like of course, we, we know he listens, of course. Also, just no, 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 no rush. No, no rush. No rush. No, yeah. Uh, I just bring it up because I'm hopped on it because he's one of my favorite artists. Yes. And he's working on something that I'm involved with. Yes. <laughs> so I'm fucking hopped on it. Yeah, it's it's going to be absolutely killer when it when it comes out. Yeah, but no rush, like you said. Yeah, no, no, no rush. Yeah, but go buy some shit from him because he's fucking awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um... Fuck, come on, brain. Think of people. Shout out, you know, fucking Morbid Horror Podcast, Brent yep. Terry. He's, he's, he's shit. He's the, he's the best. Yes. Um, <sighs> Quality Violent Cinema. They're call, doing yeah. things still. They're out there. Yeah, you're going to have to do all these shout outs. My brain's dying. Of course, Bones and Brews. <laughs> Bones and Brews, yes. The Boy Bones, Joe Bones. Yes, the Joe Bones Podcast. I know they're talking about coming back Hell yeah. soon. Looking forward to that. Um I know they're going to be doing, uh, they're talking about doing cyberpunk. Ooh. Yes. Very excited about that. Um, and like we always say, follow the good people in the underground. Yes. They, you know who they are. Oh, Jonathan Doe. Jonathan Doe. Yes. How we we, we cannot forget about Jonathan Doe, Mr. Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to throw Mr. Parker in there because he's a fucking, of course, he's a G. He, he's a G. Uh, Jonathan Doe is doing one of the craziest fucking projects in the underground, in my opinion. Yeah, right. Talking with... Uh, uh, fucking Terry Hobbs mm-hmm. of the West Memphis Three case, yeah. which is insane. It is insane. He and of course he's doing the Uneasy Terrain Explorers Club right mm-hmm. now, and he's got a lot of great interviews in the pipeline. And he's got a short film collection coming out. Yes, called uh, was it Splat? Yeah, yeah. As well as Beyond Horror from yes. Marcus Cook and Jesse Sides, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, me too. Uh, as well as you should go pick up the uh, Erotic Grotesque Nonsense Trilogy. Yes, as well as uh, uh, Michael and Murderbillion m- 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 Memoriam. And whatever else is still, uh, still available from future <laughs> 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 Whatever else is still available from future productions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, just 
all the homies. Just show love. You know yes. what I mean? Go watch Dent 5. Yeah, go watch Dent 5. It'll blow your, blow your shitter out. I know it's not out yet, but uh, de- uh, Debauch the Briefs oh, film wow, when it yeah. comes out is going to be worth your time. Yeah, which well. is, uh, I'm pretty sure is coming out through Banana Box. Hell yeah. Hopefully you didn't spoil that. Oh, maybe cut that out. I ain't cutting shit out, bro. God damn you. <laughs> Herschel just yell at you. God damn it. I don't want him to yell at me. <laughs> I've been good. Yelling like he did spooky. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Uh, anyways, oh yeah, I hope I didn't spoil anything there. <laughs> God damn it, John. We just getting them scoops, boys. That's what it is. You want to find out <sighs> shit first? You come to us. You come. To, to, to don't. <laughs> don't do that. You think when you die, you go to heaven? <laughs> you come to us. You come to us, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Our version of that would be just farting. <laughs> you think we uh, go, David? You come to Earth. <laughs> I, I think on that note, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you all for listening so much. We are eternally grateful. We're gonna, yes. Like I said, we're going to take a brief hiatus to go. No, again, no, like three weeks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's our normal with an extra week. Yeah, yeah, basically. But we are going to take an episode off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll be doing something. You'll know. Yeah, you'll know what it is. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening, as always. Yes. I'm John. I am Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick, Sick on cinema. Cinema. Can't wait for Herschel to fucking yell at me. Yeah, boy. God damn it. I'm going to hold my ear like those singers back. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Don't worry about it. <laughs>